Welcome everybody to the epilogue and the last call of the disaster pieces. Thank you guys so much for joining us for the adventure this far and for joining us and the chaos that is our wonderful, wonderful table. So one last time we are going to go around our table and you are going to say your names and your character's name and your character name and what class you are. Uh, one last time around this table. We're gonna start as left is law, please. Is law. Tawny Nikoni Shalom, Paladin of the Ancients. That was so formal. Yeah, concise. I'm Daniel. I play Bulwark, the Warforged Ranger. Um, I am Thomas. I play Dran. He's a human cleric of life. Lots uh, of life. I'm Mitch. I play Rotan Duwala, uh, the Rock Gnome Artificer Cleric. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm Brennan. I play Gadric the Warlock. Sorcerer. Sorlock. 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 Or just cut in half. Warsher. No. You can either be a storyline. Okay, anyway, anyway. Oh my gosh. I'm Haley. I play the tiefling known as Callie that is a custom blood hunter paladin. She's blue. I am blue. I am Tanner, and I play a gambler known as Wen Mei, your lonely. And I, Holden, play the dwarf Torm Sikorsky, a war magic wizard. Amazing. Thank you all so much for joining us and this wonderful, wonderful group. Um, why won't you? What? Oh, why won't you? Oh, there's a cat. Why won't you? Also, I have a confession to make. Okay? So when I named this character, I thought I was ripping off the name of a deity from my other DM's campaign. No, it turns out he uses like the original like 5e pantheon. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice. See, I yeah. thought you were talking about the inventor of the helicopter. No. Well, Wait, no, actually, actually, that lesson was for uh, Vladislav Sikorsky, who was the uh, prime minister of the Polish government in exile during World War II. Ah! And his death actually inspired by um, Human Factors and Aviation Paper. Oh, cool! Yeah. There, that, well, there you go. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of information. I didn't know. I like trains. I was just going to go back. The background is intense. I did not like punching salads. Yeah. I was gonna go for my idea now. In reference to I don't know. Alright, hey. Hey. I remember um, yeah. Oh good heavens, stop. <laughs> um Productivity? What's that? He was obliterated. <laughs> stop. I will crush this can on someone's head if they do not stop. <laughs> I would hate that. <laughs> 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 it's not a threat, just believe me, no matter. Let me fly so the DM can speak.
<laughs> oh my gosh, this is gonna be a chaos of a session. I, we're on. You're all on something, and well, I don't know so, how to stop so it this here's time. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We love role playing <laughs> sessions, and so we're just all excited, you know? Yeah. I I'm always excited. Role play sessions. Oh, sorry. Oh. Everyone okay, loves boom, role play let's sessions. Okay, boom. Let's call them ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have these in this world. Uh, oh my <laughs> gosh. What is happening? Bring it together, guys. We'll do that. Alright, so thank you guys so much for joining us this for this final session until uh, we begin up again in a, number, uh, in a number of weeks or months, depending on how prep goes for next season. So be prepared for, to join us on that uh, Chaos of Arrive. I, I think all the players here, um, and, oh, and then there is Julia, she, she's not joining us this evening as she has some personal... Um, Oh, whoa, what's the word? Obligations. Well, thank you. She's My dead. <laughs> <laughs> She's attending her own Holy funeral. Holy cow! For all intents and purposes, yeah. Well, if you didn't show up to your own funeral, that would be really weird. I know! Um, Open casket. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how inconsiderate. <laughs> adventure possible so thank you guys you guys are wonderful wonderful on that note um so yeah so join us in a couple months we're going to be starting off uh season two um which it will be the next campaign and i know the these guys are excited to to show you guys what they've come up with character wise i am so um, excited <laughs> Ooh, um, the, everybody everybody here is is playing a chaotic jumble of different classes and a different vibe than the disaster pieces. And I'm so excited to, for you guys to see what they've each come up with. And now that that is over, we jump into tonight's session. Last time, uh, as the disaster pieces, you made your way down into the ruined city of the Driders, where the last temple of the Grinning God lay dormant. As you approached, you came face to face with 
Fennec Rowan and Catrin, the leaders of both the Sight and the Crescent Eye. Battery low. There it is. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. It's going to be happening a lot. Uh, I don't know how to affect Is it a basic cutoff port? No. Three prong? It's a, it's a two prong. It's special. So we're just going to. So you said three prong. Um, you said it was two prong. Three prong power adapters to work. No, it's two prong. It needs two, not three. It no, doesn't work that way. There, there's two holes. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut the third thing off and then. Oh, well, I don't know. We don't have time. Oh, no, no, no. Sad day, and I don't. Okay, and we will figure out that. I could hum later. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. I don't um, know. Maybe he'd be better. Uh, no. No. I put in the vote for no. On a. As you guys uh, face off against Katrin and uh, Roland, you amongst them was the grinning, the three fifths of the grinning, or four the four fifths of the grinning god. Oh really? I thought oh. it was only one fifth. No. No, no, no. He was, no. Awesome he was coming for the last piece. Oh dear. No, that's awkward. Wait, three fifths for the last piece? Fourth fifth. Oh, four fifths. I know how that works. I'm sorry. Never <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like, dang, this is one fifth. We're kind of screwed. I don't realize it's four fifths. Okay. Cool. There, there's a reason to the, the power scaling. Guys, we're cool. Did you know? <laughs> I, <laughs> I figured that out. Anyway, hey, anyway, as you guys face off against them, uh, dispatching of Roland. Your old, uh, Callias's old mentor and teacher, uh, he pulled one trick, one last trick out of his, out of his hat and disposed of Katrin. As you all began and continued the fight with the grinning god, many of you went down, uh, none permanently as close as you were to that and were eventually able to stop and destroy or deeply wound four-fifths of a part of God of an ancient deity as you finished that and concluded that fight together as a party disposing of him you discussed with a number of the deities and a number of the mystics and saw the rebirth of the Daughter of Decay into her former self as Kiela, the mystic of rebirth. As you all were brought back to the material plane after visiting this site, you saw Dran bend down on his knees and pray one last prayer to save those who deserve saving, to save the people. As he did so, the allied forces, as well as a number of the a number of the enemy forces that seemed to have 
been persuaded by magical means as well as been deceived by what the true intentions were of both the sight and the uh, crescent eye bro breathed in another life and came back from the brink of death. As you all stand at the place of meeting, that is where we begin. All of you very, very hurt. <laughs> but somehow alive. But alive. That is where we will begin tonight's session. So, disaster pieces. We will enter into this moment and time. What do you do? I think at this point, Rotan would probably just start healing people. He would just healing word, just, you get a d4, you get a d4, you get a d4. DM has the battle upstairs uh, finished. Yes, you, you guys are standing on the grass outside of okay. the entrance. The, the, battle, the, the sounds of combat have ceased, and it is just kind of this calm wind as, as people around both good and evil, or both good for the forces of the allies as well as for the enemy forces as you all stand around as the, the pulse of energy from the dispersion of, or the, the spatial of the grinning god. What? Uh-huh. Um, as you, as the dispersing energy pulses out and and the enemy forces kind of stop feeling that knowing, like just knowing that, oh, we, there's no way we can win this. It's like in the Phantom Menace when all the droids get turned off. <laughs> um, so that is, you guys are observing this as it is around. He's kind of standing off to the side, just kind of like trying to gather his bearings. But yes. And what does he look like? Yeah, what do I What does he look like? He looks simple. Oh, he. <laughs> you're nothing but shapes. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what was, was Masterm's yeah. intelligence? Was it good? It was like 12. Oh, okay. Sorry, sometimes simple means dumb. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought of simple Jack from there. Tropic Thunder immediately. Oh my god. <laughs> he wear he wears a simple uh, simple leather garb, um, black like what he wore before, a black cloak kind of around his shoulders, um, but nothing like like. But the haze that was, the darkness that was in his eyes when you first met him, isn't there anymore. Instead, there's a soft glow around of kind of like burning embers around his eyes. 
As he just kind of like looks around, just, I'm still here. We'll walk up to him. Hi. Hello. You kept your promise. I'm gonna hug him. I'm not a warlock anymore. No, I can't cast Edge's Blast. <laughs> nope. And I'm gonna pull it. back and hand him this. Mitch. Oh. I'm gonna say, I uh, never managed to get that to her, but I think it'll mean more with you attached. Yep, the rocket. For everybody listening, can you describe what Nikoni is handing him? So. When Masram died, when he died, quote unquote, one of the objects he left behind was a locket that he had received with a picture of a pretty drow woman in it, implied to be um, his love. And uh, Coney kept that and gave it back to him. Again. Aww. I'll just blessed. Don't do that, Lang. Um, yeah, I'll make sure I get this to her. You didn't have to keep it, you know? I think I was going to throw it away. I figured you would have given it to her by now. You know, I thought I would have too, but then things got messy. You know how it goes. Yeah, you guys don't do clean. Like you're one to talk. You guys, as in the disaster pieces, I believe at one point in time I was a part of that. You still are. Yeah? Am I? Yeah. You're still part of us. <clears throat> Is Uhtred around? Because <laughs> he's about to get ass whooped in the mouth. Because <laughs> all of his warlock levels. Gone. He's level six now. You don't know that. Is he? I know that he's got like Paladin or Cleric. Oh, maybe. Hmm. Well, you stop assuming what I've done Keep with Mazda. We don't know is the point. <clears throat> Either way, I hope Uhtred's not around. <laughs> you hope, as Mitch. Yeah, no, I don't. You don't know what Mazda feels. <clears throat> so what are you guys going to do now? You know, that's a very good question. I think I would like to rest. And Torma's gonna go off and find himself a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Simply enough. Just teleports out. Just... I have a necromancer to hunt. <laughs> oh, we still have that. I think we can take a break first. Yeah, we, we just fought a god and managed to survive, so... This gives us better odds against the Necromancer, eh? I think so. I hope so. You guys are fighting a Necromancer now? Lich. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's what a... do you mean, don't worry about it? I don't worry about it. Don't do you know about it? No. That's why I don't worry. I don't know, that's why I don't know. <laughs> Alright. Fair love. bliss. I think I've been away from home for too long. Thanks. 
You should ask Uhtred if he uh, ever sent you letters. Since he was staying put, I uh, told him to do that. He did. I might have had a conversation with him. And he didn't punch you in the face? <clears throat> oh, no, he did. Oh, okay. That tracks. <laughs> there, there, from what I saw, so he did that same to you. Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend that it's, it's not. But thanks for coming, Ling. Yeah. How can I say no to that face? You can't. I'm gonna start heading home. It's a good idea, I think. But it might be good to have a last drink this evening with you guys. A drink to a drink. <laughs> Double fist in it. <laughs> <laughs> Two bucks. <laughs> this is to going home, and this is to the drink that is going home. <laughs> is there anybody that anybody would like to go and find and talk to? I guess Master, <clears throat> or not Master, Rotan would probably go check on the people that were part of his squad. I don't exactly remember who was part of that squad. I think Eek was. Eek and Alani were both uh -huh. in their squad. Mm -hmm. Make sure they're okay. Make sure they're alive. They are now breathing. They are now alive. Okay, healing word for both of them, please. Yeah. There, there, there is different squad members from Dran's squad that have gone, been okay. going around making sure that, like, those who that were like dead were, are like now being brought back to to a certain point. So they're 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 up. They're being moved to different. There's different medical tents that are being now set up. But for the most, for for everybody, I mean everybody. Your pass. All of your passive insights are high enough that there seemed to have been a breath that was being held throughout this entire fight that seemed to have just been released. As the entire battlefield just kind of feels like it can relax. As the different uh, leftover military forces of both the Sight and the Crescent Eye are arrested. Uh, yes, arrested. You watch a number of some of the higher high lords from both Valka and Saphir, and then a couple, and then one of the tribes be arrested from Rec Ten, as they are brought together in the different areas of holding, as they kind of accept the punishment of the the three kingdoms, knowing that if they tried to fight now that. It would just be worse. As a lot of them still have families within the different kingdoms. That at very least, they want their families to continue living good lives and not be subject to punishment because of their actions and deeds. So, 
If that is nothing else. I actually do have one more thing. What would you like? What? I'm going to go back down below where we fought. Mm-hmm. Um, what, if anything, has been done with the bodies of Katrin and Roland? Katrin's body was devoured. That's right. Was That's right. If you remember. I do now. Still a shoot. What so about Roland? Roland's body is laying there. His armor, simple leather, but is there. Okay. I'm gonna pick it up, and there are no, there are a couple of guards around it that are just like, mm. what are you trying to do with it? I'm going to go give him a burial. You can come with if you'd like. We can help move the body. Alright. So... You want to give him a burial? I do. Okay. And uh, as part of this, I'm going to cast Ceremony for Funeral Rite. Okay. Which puts the soul at rest and prevents it from becoming undead for, I think it's just for, yeah, just for the next week. Yeah, just but, for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah that's a different just like as a, as a measure of respect, which I understand may not be a popular position with the guards, but. The guards or, don't, like, the, gar- the guards are, like, you guys are the ones that took care of them, and so they're not, like, they were there mo- more of, like, going to stop you if you tried to loot it, or if you were trying to, you know, no. like, get rid of it, like, do anything to the corpse. They were just like, uh, we're not sure that that's a good idea. Speaking of which, I need a wisdom saving throw from Caliesta. You took drugs. drugs. <laughs> oh, you did drugs. That's right. Drugs. 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 A wisdom save? Yep. Ew. <laughs> That's a three. You're <laughs> oh dear. You are addicted. Can I make cool. her re-roll that? I'm addicted. Do you have any more? I, I should. I should have at least three. I mean, like you have not taken a long rest yet, so if you have an ad- if you have one to to go ahead. <coughs> Who has the coin? I don't think it matters. Do you want me to re-roll it? You want me to re-roll it? Yeah, I have two. Hey, that's a thirteen. Okay. Not addicted. Um, Slightly less addicted. How many doses did you take again? Like two. She took two. Okay, only two. She only took two, so it's not as bad as Utrid's. We avoided avoided the insta addiction. Almost, yeah. Insta addiction. So 13? 13, you're able to kind of fight off something. Like the, the, the desire for more immediately. For a minute at least. I don't think Rotan um, saw you take those drugs, did he? There was a lot going on. I'm not sure if anybody except maybe Duran would have seen it. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I don't think. No. Really. Uh, Callie just kind of looks like she's going to puke a little bit. A little more green than blue. <laughs> yeah. Um, Duran's not looking, so it <laughs> doesn't even matter. <laughs> okay. So you go and you. Do you go and. You, Get Caliesta for this. No, I wouldn't. Like, no. 
just unless like somebody followed me down, in which case I'd invite them, but I'm just going to do it myself. Okay. Give them that respect. Bring them up and do any of you disperse or are you guys still chilling around the entrance and exit? I'm just kind of chilling. You watch Nikoni and the body of Roland uh, with a couple of guards bring up past you guys on their way to the battlefield. I see her exit with this? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, Is he still dead? What are you doing? Oh, dead. that's a good point. You return to the to the ground, and his body's not there. He's alive. Oh, <laughs> are there still guards there? No, there there are guards there. They're just kind of hanging around. They see they see the yes. I forgot uh, an item that he has. Oh dear. Oh, it's one of those. Mm-hmm. You don't know what he has. Oh, so there was a man here. Baron Roland. Didn't you kill him? Yes, where's the corpse? There wasn't one when we got down here. Oh, you guys lost a corpse. That's <coughs> hospital's number one rule. One of you contract attacked Lord Uhtred. Tell him that Lord Roland is still on loose. I'm going to go back up with my Callie and tell her. <laughs> uh, after the guards run up, you, do you stay around for a little bit after the guards run up? Yeah, just to, like, scan the site, see if there's any evidence of him leaving. No need for that, lass. <clears throat> Where is he? Do you look? Do you, yes, do you go I'm looking for him. him. He's just laying. He's, he's laying. Um, laying. Laying. <laughs> um, like, just kind of whiz back up against one of the, like, the short buildings, just around a couple corners. Uh, the the blades uh, his throat has been kind of sealed together by what you would know to be revivify. Um, and he's just kind of like laying there, back against the wall. No need to make a big fuss. Can I help you? Do you have any last words? They're going to kill me again. Yes. Why? Because I don't want Calista to have to kill you twice. Although there's a part of me that still still wants vengeance for what you did to me and my family. What did I do to your family? Specifically my brother. What? What did I do to your brother? Do you have any last words or not? I'm not particularly interested in discussing this with you. Hmm. Listen, I just want to get out. I've accomplished my goal. I don't have any reason to be here anymore. You have foiled all of my plans. If I just promise to leave and not come back, can we just call this a deal? You'll never have to see me again. I can't trust you. Could ask Callie. I've never lied. Yes, because I'm going to trust what she says about you when you are in a position. You know, stand up. I'm going to put my blade to his throat. 
as you as it comes, it connects with like magic force and kind of gets shunted off. If you really want to do this, I will end your miserable existence right here now. <laughs> what assurance can you give me? I give you my word, Shalom. That's not enough. Then what would be? Because you've already made up your mind about me. You want to see me dead. How about a blood oath? In what way? What, this? I vow to not return. That good enough for you? If you do, I will kill you. Many have made that threat, and none of them are here except for one. And she stands upstairs. Very well. I hope you live your life so that you become a better man than you have been. Oh, trust me, darling. I'm going to turn around and walk off. <laughs> Pleasure doing business with you. And he will walk away. There are no, this is the entrance, this is one of the entrances to the Underdark. Yeah, this is the Underdark, you can go anywhere through here. You can go anywhere. Rose basically traveling through the nether man. Yeah. <laughs> um, his blade is a blade that has a soul that cared about him, that has the ability to cast Revivify once per dawn. When the, when you the, mean the blade that I took? No. Okay. He had two blades. Oh, that's right. He had two blades. And nobody in the middle of combat went, I pick up his other sword. And so at the end of combat, this sword kicked off. As soon as you all were gone, it went, he's safe now. Move. We're so dumb. <laughs> all of us have zero brains. He is a very intelligent man. The, the, the sword is intelligent. Sword. He died. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We were a little preoccupied at the time to yeah, prevent the end the... of the world, so. I wasn't necessarily counting on you guys going down immediately after, but there you go. Okay, you go upstairs. Uh, you pass Uhtred as Uhtred is running down the stairs. Bloody does all get out, but did you find him? No. He's gone. Good thing I moved quick. Good luck. I need you to roll me a percentile dice, Uhtred. <laughs> Higher <or> low. <laughs> he walks up. Low. 53. 53 is high. Um... I need you to roll me 3d20. Oh no. And just tell me if they're above 10 or not. But what? To see if you should survive this little encounter. One is above 20. Uh, one is above 10. I need you to roll me uh, one more. Are these damages from Uchi's little blows? Seven. Okay. A day passes and there is no sign of Uchi. Ooh. I need you to... Where's my lord? I need you to... 
<laughs> I need you to roll me one d one d twenty and also uh, or roll me two d twenty. All right. Um, and then Uhtred's plus right now to hit, I think, oh, no. is <laughs> decently high. It's pretty high. A non-trivial number greater than zero. I'd probably guess the lead. Fifteen? Of sorts. Decisive. Precise. Mm-hmm. And completely useless. Definitely less than a hundred, though, but definitely more than zero. So it's plus also 11. a real number. It's um, not irrational. I'll, I'll say that it's a plus 13 or a plus 14. Cool, cool. All right, do you need, like, the highest? What they're total. Altogether? Uh, so, so, or roll, each one. So, you ha- so you get two strikes, both at advantage. Oh, okay. In that case, uh, seven, or 18. Miss. Nat 20. Okay. Nice. Thank you, you, Stargate. Nice. Okay. This comes down to an exchange of blows. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You're a back. This all seems very heavy. Is this like JoJo? So. Okay. Success. Fail. Who's going to keep. These are his saving throws. So one, one success, one fail. Fail. Two fails. Success. Oh no! That is a fail. Okay. All right. Um. So you ask, where is your lord? <laughs> where? <laughs> no one knows. He. Okay. Well, is this left? Are we already on a day later? Or? What do you mean no. by left? Uh. Um, mm-hmm. Is there something that you would like to do during that same day? Yeah. What would you like to do? <laughs> um, Dran. Is there like a is there like a stream or a river nearby? Sure. Okay. Drango's find this said stream or river. Okay. <laughs> you go and find this said stream or river. Um, and he is going to pause his box and he's going to set it in the river and then float away. Remind me what that has in it. It has the ashes from that one boy that died in the interrogation chamber. It has the um, old dried medicinal herbs that he needed for the disease. Um, I think it might have had a little cash. <laughs> no, it didn't have cash. But yeah, that's, that's what was in there. Um, and he'll also cast um, control water to shove it along. He doesn't need to cast control water. But if well, no, no, I'm saying... Yeah. Yeah, as an extra, like, a, as if he's like, kind of holding it to yeah. as far as he can down the street. It, it's a peaceful, it's a peaceful thought, and you just feel a hand kind of like on your shoulder, and just a slight, thanks. And it kind of floats down the, the, the river. Tran cries more. <laughs> he, he, you know, because la- at the end of last session, you know, he was crying. Then. Trent's tears yeah, he's- are broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an emotional couple months for him. Grant has to cry for the whole party. There's no one else cries. <laughs> so, does anybody go looking for Uhtred that first day? I think if he was not back there. within a couple of hours, yeah. I probably would have alerted Torm and. In, does like, the disaster piece? Do you all go looking for Utrid? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I need everybody to roll me an investigation check. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm good at that. We're having an investigation. Oh, oh wait, that was 
garbage. Garbage. Can I have a perception? Of was no. Was it good? Yeah. Ooh. That's like one of the only good investigations I've rolled. <laughs> but I'm gonna re-roll that. Alright. Coney rolling good investigations? Right? That's what a natural fetch? 20. You're kidding me. I promise you. Dang it, guys. I rolled a 29. Yeah. Small blind coming in with the dubs. Hey, what's 21. your total? What's your total? Okay, hold on. 21. 29. Ha, beat that. <laughs> natural 20. 21. Natural 19. There you go. Know, right? 14. Okay. Grant? 14. <laughs> 29. <laughs> Roll the 19. Right here. Roll 10. Yeah. Plus uh, 10. Gadrick? I got an 11. <laughs> I got a rock. <laughs> All right, so I'm glad we're on the same 20. wavelength. 20. 20. Not a natural one. Natty. 20. Nat 20 for a total of? 21. Okay. 21. Guys, how many 21s were there? Investigational skills. Three 21s and a 29. See, the thing is, is everybody, everybody got above a 10. We find him. Uh, the DC, yeah. So you, you all, you all succeed. The 10 was, 10 was not the DC. The DC was higher, but you're chilling. Um, you all find in kind of a, uh, a pool of blood. As though they had a slug out. Both of them? Yeah. Both of them. The his his AC was thirty eight. Oh, I can't even hit that. No. He was he was not meant to be be hit often, but all the things like correlated and you guys. Find Roland and Uhtred. <laughs> Roland has a smile on his face. One that reminds you, Caliesta, of when you first met him. Before the Twisted. Just one of a genuine smile of, I can leave now. But, and then you find the dead body of Uhtred. No! Oh! No! no. no. <laughs> my lord. How long has it been? Torm, you're not dead. My lord. I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Rage quit. I'm going to kneel next to Uchu's body and just kind of like very samurai-esque, just kneel by his body and pay respects. Okay. I'm going to look at Dran. <laughs> Dran is looking at his spell list, okay? <laughs> Dran's just, just revived like all the population. I mean... I know you have you, you have access to to the. I have resurrection prepped, so I could probably do it. <laughs> I think raise dead. Will be raise dead. I know is sufficient. Be sufficient. And so, okay, is there anything else that every, anybody would like to do that that same day? I am actually going to give. Oh, are we? Okay, but that's. Okay. Does yeah. Uhtred like? I want to help succeed. With that. Becoming. Oh, that's a good point. Roll me a d20 and add your wisdom modifier. Okay. Um, I'm gonna cast. Rotan's gonna cast summon construct. Uh, so that he can kind of use it in case soldiers come and try and interfere with the thing. Because that's this is necromancy. This is no no. This necromancy no. is not like this necromancy. He's is fine. not gonna cast summon consciousness. <laughs> he's just gonna watch. He's just gonna observe. <laughs> he might get in the way We're sometimes. But he's just gonna watch. Time. That was okay. hypothetical. Give me a give me a, a check. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, my wisdom modifier. Yep. Oh, 13. I think that's the DC. Okay, yeah. 
I was like, Rutra's been revived like a twice. lot of times. Rutra has been revived twice. This is his third time, therefore the DC is 13. Can you stop dying? No. No, he's torn. Oh, maybe if I had like extra help in the early days of this party. <laughs> also okay, kind so of feel like busy, she... um, helping the enemy. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a good. That's not okay. It's not a good look. Not a good stop. Okay. All right. So you're gonna actually do that. Is there anything else? Probably gonna eat. Take a nap. So, okay. so, so Utrid Utre is like. Utrid is now co- conscious. And just, yeah, yeah. He sits up and he's like, "Man, Diana's gonna kill me for this." <laughs> <laughs> she better not. I don't know if Drank pull that trick again. On your feet. Maybe not to death this time. <gasps> You're Diana, come, like just behind, just like kind of <laughs> arms crossed, tapping the the, the foot. I guess uh, Healy Ward, Healy Ward, Healy Ward. Utrid in that direction. <laughs> no. no, no, no. Before Utrid gets up, it's gonna be like Dran's like, do you need me to stab you again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll 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 take this one. <laughs> Okay. That evening, there is much revelry and drinks and a feast as you celebrate the successful saving of the continent of Tamin and who knows what else. Congratulations, disaster pieces. You have succeeded. Let's go. Drinking contest. No, I'm 12 days. Nakoni, you got to bury your dude. Good job. Yeah. My entire life. It's not my dude, it was Callie's, so. You have to bury Callie's dude. Good job. I do bury him in cast ceremony. Yep. Just Rotan will tag along and watch the ceremony. Because yeah. um, he's kind of new to this whole cleric thing, so he's. I'll bury him there. where he was from in Sapphire. That's okay. Not in Rick. That's all I Should I like put like a ward over his grave so like if he comes up again it'll just blast him? Leave it unmarked. Give him that dignity. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna put a corn <laughs> Land- on top of the grave. Landmine. <laughs> okay. Alright. As you all celebrate we drink. And drink and have revelry. We travel across the time as we watch each of the disaster pieces grow. McConey, what does uh, what do you do with the rest of your life? No. Nikoni's not done wandering yet. She has a lot of time left. I think it won't be quite the frantic pace. What was the question? Sorry, I'm just wondering if there's... Now we're entering this section. Is there still room for role-playing? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just make no, sure. there, Yeah, there will be different role-playing opportunities as you guys go through different questions that you have for each other as well as different conversations for those, those, those opportunities. There will still be opportunities for role-play this we are just now entering into more of the epilogue part of the story as you guys confront on what you do. Um, it won't be quite at the uh, frantic pace of the disaster pieces. I'll probably spend 
weeks or months in the areas that I visit, but um, you know, I'm gonna go back home, spend a little time there, go back to the temple I trained in, apologize to Master Tsalrin for everything, as yep. you do. Yep. When you grow up and then look back at your mentor and you're like, mm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yep. Um, I think she is going to spend a lot of time just like finding where her hands can be of use. Um, if possible, I think she'll want to explore, go like, she in particular had a fascination with like the Lords of Hell, especially after what happened with Mazram, to like explore that aspect both in a scholarly manner and like as an ambassador but I don't know. It's kind of a. She's willing to see where the wind takes her. Hmm. Okay. Where do you end up? Do you end up teaching? Do you end up a priest? Where do you, where does Nakoni end up? Well, according to my subclass, I no longer suffer the effects of old age, even if I do age. Um. So I figure if I'm not killed, I'm just gonna wander until I walk myself into the grave. Okay. There may be like months or years that I spend at, especially the temple I trained in. So you in. don't, you don't age? I don't age. It's, so it said, okay, do you want me to read you exactly what it says? I didn't think about this one. I didn't know, I, I, knew, I knew that there were a couple of things that, um, that caused yeah, people not level to. level 16. It says, additionally, you suffer none of the drawbacks of old age and can't be aged magically. So rule that how you will. Do I just be a very spry old woman, I or do I stop aging? You don't age. die of well, old age. It doesn't like. Isn't there like a monk, like yeah. ability once you get to well, level there, twenty? That's kind of the same thing, except that you still die of old age. There's, there's, there's a druid that. thing that does that. Uh, it's like every ten years counts as one year for a druid. Like, yeah, but, um, well, I have some Drew flavor in my subclass. It's kind of a thing. Yeah, so we're just gonna, yeah, that's that's, and that's gonna how I'm going to rule it. Of just okay. Um, you walk the walk the world for a long time, seeing. Do you travel to the other continents? Absolutely. Okay. You know, I think. Which continents do you travel to? Well, I think Tricania first. Okay. Because I like Nikoni had been there, didn't remember much of it, but it was like intriguing. There'd been some connection with it. I, you know, I would talk to Torm first, but do you travel to where you found the grave? Yes. Okay. And you know, I'll make restitution for what I can, and improve what I can't. Okay. The roll me a percentile dice really quick. Three. 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 Okay. When you are there, there is um, there is a tribe of drow that are that are nearby. Do you wish to speak to them? I if I've picked up undercommon by this point. Would you have studied undercommon? I mean, if I'm traveling to other continents, I would have tried to learn the local languages. Roll me an intelligence check. What's an intelligence? All right, let's see. Um, 
think that's a 12. Sure. Yeah, you've picked up Undercommon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Undercommon being like the most common language here in, mm-hmm. in Tricanium, able to speak to quite a few of the races. Okay. Do you wish to speak with them? Yeah, I'm going to approach them and start asking if... Okay, as, as you approach, several of them just kind of like look at you and just kind of like, not glare, but narrow their eyes. What does a human want with us? I am looking for an elder, somebody who knows the stories of your people. We all know our stories. That is the one thing that we all carry. I will ask if you know the story of this area. Of course, this is one of our many stops. Who are you? I'm a wanderer. No, what is your name? My name is Nakani Shalom. And why, as human, do you wander in our part? I come to hear of your stories to learn what I can, share light. Of what stories do you wish to hear? As we travel, we make many. I wish to hear the story that your people know of this place. There are many stories. Of this place and this grave. Do you mean the grave up there? And they'll gesture out towards the border of what caught your eye but seemed to be a normal forest. Maybe like a little bit more flush and green. But like as you glance over, it has now shifted to this rocky landscape of magma and fire. And as you look at it, it shifts again to this cascading, rolling waves. Um, as you feel this presence of magic. The rift swallowed one of our own. I wish to hear the tale, if you will let me. The tale is... Roll me a persuasion check. Ten. The tale is... Ah. We were scavenging. Scavenging for food when the cataclysm hit and opened the rift. That is what we know. I thank you for sharing the story. What do you do? Think. What's your passive insight? It's like, well, it depends on whether I've taken any more levels by this point. Um, currently, it is a 16. 
I'll say I'll say you probably have, but with a sixteen, there is zero trust for <laughs> the humankind here. Yeah. Yeah, drags. Yeah, it's just not negative trust. Yeah. It's oh, for this person. It's for this for this person. person. Yeah. For this one. <laughs> Tracania yeah. uh, is. Oh, I stand out like a sore thumb. Like, like seriously. It, like walking Tracania. through town, there is a birth of people who look at you and go, "If you try anything here, they will not find your body." Oh yeah. They will we eat know. your body because. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Okay. <clears throat> so that's what Nikoni does. She yeah. travels. I wander the world. She's in. Great. I'll see where she's there now. <laughs> I have to plan for that. Yay! <laughs> I don't know. Just okay. kill her. Just kill her. I might. <laughs> That's okay. Just right now. Okay. Just, just right now. No. Okay. As Nikoni travels the world, do at any point in time do you contact any of the other disaster pieces? Oh yeah, I'm gonna go back occasionally. Like you know, I'm hoping to attend both Uhtred and Callie's weddings. You know, we'll keep in contract. Okay. Contact anytime Contract. I go through Dufort or where Contract. we end up. Yeah, anytime I go through Dufort, you know. We shall yeah. see. We shall see. And um, okay. Just, just for other gatherings. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. And for like, you know, if I'm ever in the area, I'll stop in. Okay. Okay. Bulwark. What do you do? So. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the last couple things that Bulwark knows for sure is that he need, we need to he needs to take care of at least resolve somehow what's going on with Demond and the the lich on the island. Assuming that goes well, we're going to assume that it does. <laughs> oh, good. For for all of these things, we're going to assume that the one that the. One shots for handling Demond as well as retrieving Angelica from the sword. Go well. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Okay, so that's, <laughs> so we're those things are skipped over. The, you the, want after this? Huh? You want after those events? Yes, I want okay. after those events. It, it is we are we are taking that of you have succeeded in disposing of. Which would be that. really funny if only one shots you all died. <laughs> Hey, I said I wander until I die. Because that would completely incredible this entire thing. <laughs> anyway, Not necessarily. <laughs> After that, um, because well, Bulwark, he's still very, very young, uh, technically speaking, um, he, he wants to learn more about life. In particular, like he wants to go... He no longer wants to be a harbinger of death as much. <laughs> like, he will definitely be able to defend himself if he wants to, but he doesn't want to be known as the guy who goes, kills people. He does not want to be a Robocop. And so, like, I imagine him that he'll, like, he'll go around into, around to people and population centers and learn about what people value in, in their lives and learn, uh, learn about what they perceive life as Dude, in so his cool. continuing um, like drive to understand more about it. He'll probably pick up a lot more healing arts to be able to help those in need that he finds. Like I can see him, at, depending on how it all goes, I can see him becoming a cleric of some sort. Okay. Trying to mm. put more good into the world than 
put it in rather than take it out. Okay. Do you do anything about the other Warforged? There can only be one. I imagine that as part of his learning about life, he'll be applying as much as he can to to the Warforged situation, trying to understand the, where they currently are at. Being being sentient himself, he'll try and like understand how that could be developed in other places. And I imagine that part of his learning about life will be towards helping the Warforged realize their own life too. Okay, sounds good. He doesn't know exactly how long he lives either, so he just is intending on doing as much as he can until he stops functioning. You live uh, approximately 125 years before the soul becomes to the point where, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Let's go. It's it, it's it's more it's it, it's more just like you feel like it's your time. Mm. Like you're just kind of like. I'm ready. Okay. If that if that's a fair assumption of I think what it he probably would, feel. would be, he'll, he'll probably reach a point where he like that doesn't feel like he can learn anymore, and he has a grasp of what he wants, what what he wants out of life, and whether or not he's fulfilled that. Does he write any books about his experiences? <laughs> he should. I don't know, he's part of life, he's probably going to, he's bound to talk to poets and authors and people. He might try his hand at it at one point. Okay, cool. There, there doesn't need to be anything from it, I was just wondering. Was no, like, but learning yeah. about life from other <laughs> That'd be people. Interesting. <laughs> interesting, all right. But That should be the title. <laughs> what? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> a memoir. <laughs> interesting, a memoir. Well, right. Back to square one. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Sorry. But I just... That's okay. It's a unique perspective. Mm-hmm. It is very unique. And like, I'm sure that question would come up in his travels and his <laughs> exploration. So he might try it. He might. Hmm. At the very least, he'll find a way to convey that information to other Someone. people. Yeah. <laughs> it um, something as well, Bulwark will make it make a point to still try and be involved with all the disaster pieces. Cause they're they're his first like family. Yeah. That he's like truly found. Well, I'm not really being sentient beforehand. That's um true. but he'll he'll make a point to go go to the, the weddings, probably the funerals too. And then just, you know, be involved, keep in contact. Okay. Stay close friends. Yeah. Okay. Dran. Mr. Crybaby. Hey. So Dran stops crying. <laughs> <laughs> just one command, just the end. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Alright. Right. Never again. Your time, bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. So. Dran, hmm. So basically, what Dran would would probably do immediately following the events of the end of the campaign 
um, would be that he'd um, probably check around to make sure that everyone like made it off the battlefield okay, right? Um, because you know, infection can be a thing. Um, wounds bleed out, but oh, I forgot to do that. Oh. you forgot to make people bleed out. No, I forgot to make everybody. The, the destruction was not just here on the battlefield; that there were other smaller factions within each, like the cities. That like this was not the only place where battle. There was an uprising. Exactly. Okay, but um, that was, and so. There, there were lives lost throughout throughout the the thing. I figured that you guys would help round that out, and then yeah, just like immediately after the battle, there's damage control. Exactly, done, but, and but we'd all help with that. Yeah, yes. but yeah. So I imagine we go around and clean that up. But um, Dran will. Sorry, I haven't made this decision entirely yet. So You're good. I just had to think about it. <laughs> You're good. Um, so, Dran will probably head back to Ambercrest. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Cody is fist pumping right now. Um. Oh. And then there is next. Um. Gadget. Um. And he'll. Take a visit. Good. To the shop. <laughs> um, and say hi to the kids. The kids. You miss the kids. He, um, has a very nice Nyla, Allura, and. Allura and Garum. Garum. What's Allura. the. Sorry, what's the. Nyla. Nyla, right. Nyla Allura, and Garum. <laughs> I Dren didn't come up with them, okay? <laughs> Dren casts harm. <laughs> Who cares if the DM wants <laughs> wants laying in the next party? He's gonna die now to Dren. <laughs> First time Dren casts create destroy water. Blinks guards down, Dren just stabs. <laughs> Okay, but um, so basically he'll, in a very awkward, in a very awkward fashion, be like, "Hey, like, I have a clinic back, like, way back home in Duwatch, and I don't know if like business is good for you here, but it'd be cool if you came out with me." He's like basically like he's trying he's trying to riz them up, but he does it. He's not you know he's not that great. He he's a clinician. A plus one. For Pete's sake. He, he doesn't know plus one to charisma. It's like not great. Okay. Stuttering. No, that's worse, man. <laughs> you will come out with me. Um, but no, but he's like like I'd love to like stay around. And like be able to help with the kiddos when I could, like when I did a month ago, but I can't now. So if you ever want to, I'm out there, and you always have a place to stay there. Um, and so then he'll, after doing that, he'll go back 
I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what she does. <laughs> how many how, how how many days or weeks do you spend in Ambercrest before you bring this conversation up, or do, is it like an immediate thing? Uh, it's probably like a week or two. Okay. Um, because he is still desperate to go home. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> finger tap. The normal finger tap of Thomas. So I love this. Oh, Sean, you still make me say it, Dan. <laughs> you make me to say it. No. He might have a flush. <laughs> yeah. No, Dren does that. Dren finger taps each other woman that he's interested in. <laughs> it's part of it. That's adorable. No, no, he doesn't actually do that. Oh, I think he might. But sometimes maybe. But sometimes maybe. Put it to democracy. Democracy. Everyone raises their hand. No, no, no democracy here. Only only the DM dictatorship. And what? And at this moment in time, what? Okay, sorry. And what the player? Dictates for right. their story. Like this, is, this, is, this is your story. So right. So it'll probably be like a week or two. Okay. Um, yeah, it slower. And then he'll head out. She begins with visiting. Mm-hmm. Before a number of years later, joining you out there. <laughs> Like a year. What do you like? What do you want? Like what not a year. Me. That's what you do that okay, so so this is like. Wait, how long is this later? Like a year. year okay, cool. So, uh, before a year later happens, a year and a half later happens. Um, Dran goes back. Dran goes back to his hometown, and um, he will proceed with upgrading his clinic. <laughs> And by upgrade, I mean that he'll cast Temple of the Gods every day for a year on his clinic. Yep. Let's go. Nice. Which makes it permanent at the end of the year. Yep. Cool. Wonderful. It's like a mini temple. Yeah. For, and she and she visits. Uh, at first, it's like like once or twice a month, and then it becomes more frequent, uh, where she brings the kids. You introduce her to your mother. My mom. She wants to go healing stick. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, shut up, Tanner! Tanner! You're a he-she podcast. I didn't say anything. He's a healer. That's what he does. Yeah, we're PG Stop. plus Tanner. Stop. PGT. It's, it's a Stop. 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 I don't understand his building, so shush. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the psychic damage that Lane will receive next campaign. Can we start the campaign? Lane starts next campaign down. <laughs> the DM's like, okay, before we do anything else, take 75 points of psychic damage. You have two failures. <laughs> Lane's like, hi, my name. Just start seizing blood cup from every. Okay, hey, hey. Bring it back, bring it back. Okay. Um, what else would you like to do with your very long life? Live long, nice. Give me a Do you invite the rest of the disaster pieces? Yes. Okay. And any significant people that he's probably saved before. Okay. And do you invite Lang? Hey, he said. Mm. Yes. I no. This is important. <laughs> 
No, it's not. Never mind. Mm. We killed a god. Mm. Dran.exe has <laughs> failed. <laughs> I think no. <laughs> You've been uninvited. <laughs> not uninvited, but like for example, like I don't think uh, I don't think Gadger could be invited. Either. Yeah, probably. No. We'll hold our own wedding. What? <laughs> I don't feel that way about you. <laughs> Stop. Moving so, yes. on. Stop. So yes. And then um, that man we have not seen for a long time. Fizban. Fizban. He'll invite Fizban if he knows where to send a letter. I don't think Dren would know. If you if you saw <laughs> when you signed the, the letter to Fizban and like you think about it, you like look down and, and like. Like golden glitter will go. Is this inside the temple? Huh? Is sure. This inside the temple. Yeah. <laughs> Just go. Oh no. As <laughs> though no, no, no. it was like apparated to him. Oh, okay. So it's okay. That makes more sense. I was like, he seized it. He's been watching me the entire time and breaking the rules of Temple of the Gods. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. But yeah, still invite everyone. But. Uh, has been there since the beginning of the campaign. Sounds good. Including you, and Mazarin. Okay. Mazarin's invited. Nice. Yeah. And we and hopefully, uh, hopefully an un a released an unsorted unsorted <laughs> an unsorted Dona Dona or Angelica. Angelica. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else, or do you just continue to go heal? I mean, yeah, I think he'll take a, a sabbatical, I guess, okay. to go and oh. try and find the uh, herbs again. Take two. <laughs> Finds another. But for, the, for yeah. the meantime, he'll try to just heal and postpone the disease that's affecting his body as much as possible. With the healing magic that you're able to cast, along with taking another trip to Tricania, uh, not Tricania, but to Recten, with people with... Who you know within Rec 10, you're able to find the herbs that are needed. You have uh, connections now. Nice. To be able to completely eradicate the disease. Dope. Before it spreads to all of Saphir and to disease control. Volca. Nice. And Rec 10. And then the CDC is founded in Dewwatch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not true. That's I, it. That's it. That's, that's, you mean that's, the, you mean the then, DCDC? Grand center disease. <laughs> anyway. Um, I mean, that's it as far as like, I don't know. Dren has, as long as Dren keeps healing, he is chilling. Sounds good. So, he probably spends the rest of his time on the mortal plane healing. I don't know how long that is, but. Okay, a week. He heals everyone and just <laughs> a meteorite hits him. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Rotan, what do you do? Um, well, as promised when he was talking to Fizban regarding the uh the funding for his uh his artificery legs, um he goes and works for Fizban to develop and further uh, research uh, Magitech Artificery. Okay. Um, what is Rotan's last name? Dewalla. Dewalla. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, sounds good. Um, he mainly tries to focus on uh, kind of, in, in a essence, uh, high-performance prosthetics, um, as well as minor enhancatory capabilities, such as, you know, increasing one's strength, you know, by you know, say one or two points or something like that, um, to replace limbs as uh, Alani did for herself as well as Rotan did for himself. Um, as well as kind of trying to create them in a way that anyone can have access to them so that there's not as much of a division between those who have access to magic and those who don't uh, because they can use art, magic tech artificery to uh, supplement their lack of innate magical talent. Uh, which is something that he saw in uh, Ambercrest and Saphir quite a bit. Um, while under his employment, uh, under Fizzband, he also would probably um, learn a little bit more of the of the clergy ship, cleric ship. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, just kind of figure out like a little side project on his side, a little research on his side um, about more about rack tool, more about you know, the duties and the, pretty much how the gods work, since now he's opened himself up to a, a new form of power beyond the innate mechanic and, you know, physics and stuff, so. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, hmm. Roll me. I created Dreadnought. A percentile dice. High or low? Let's do, let's do low. Because last time I said high, I rolled really well high. So we'll do low. Nope, that's a seventy on the dice. So seventy nine. So you said, and you said low. I said low. Okay, sounds good. You work for Fizban, and it goes pretty well. Uh, you're able to live into your end of years. They live about the same as a human. Mm -hmm. oh, They're just short people. About 90 years old, where you, till, till you pass away. Yeah, I die. Uh, after you have founded the, what, what is your last name one more time? Duwala. Duwala. So you have founded the Duwala House within the new empire of Venteth. Yeah, I formed a house. I got a house. Um, as you become one of the head houses uh, within the the empire to help develop and succeed in those different opportunities. Uh, Bulwark, you spend quite a bit of time with him as you guys discover uh, more on what the Warforged are. Mm -hmm. As you guys discuss and discover Seems more about right that. Our alley. Can Dran do your funerary rites? You can do my funerary rites. Assuming that you, I'm still alive. Assuming you outlive me. Which? He definitely outlives you. Wait. In fact, all of you, um, I believe, I believe as the... Oh, that's right. Warforged. Bless the youngest, my gods. <laughs> as the, the one who, who like, as, as a race lives the shortest lifespan, yeah, I I uh, Dran does not look a day older than when you all de departed from each other. Dran is immortal. Dude. Lives a long time. He count his own calendar. So, but uh, you all gather and 
Wu-Tan is put to rest. Is that all? That is all. Am I invited to that one? <laughs> More on, on my deathbed, I send Jolt to go get you. <laughs> you what, whether or not, granted, I don't give Jolt any directions on where you are, so it's all up to whether Jolt can. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. So no, we roll the dice. We roll the dice, and if See Jolt how many... finds him, then he's at the funeral. If he doesn't, then we find him in Tricania in the next camp. And he's like. <laughs> Find Jolt. <laughs> Jolt. Jolt's really like deactivated as soon as uh, oh, the magic. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So I'm just saying right. it, it's okay. Okay. Um, okay. If that is all, Gadric. How long does Gadric live? Considering that you become part Jin. Yeah. Um, you live to be fairly, fairly old. Uh, before you are approached by the Council of Jinn uh, upon the elemental plane of Earth uh, and asked if you would like a permanent residence there or if you would like to remain mortal. Oh, cool. Yeah, he would take that up. Okay. Ooh. Um, before that happens, before that I suppose, happens. he would just go back to his family's farm until they they die. No backstory. No, he has a family and everything. Just goes back and and lives with his family until they they die old age, and um, maybe takes care of the farm a little longer. And then I think he would probably go try to figure out what his patron's motivations were, because he said that his his patron had mentioned having like higher authorities that he was speaking to about everything that was going on, so he'd probably go investigate that and that's you what he would be doing. You would find that that would be the council of the djinn that approach you. Oh, then that's what he would do. Um, if the opportunity arises, does Gadric become a pa- would Gadric allow himself to become a patron? Oh, that's neat. Sure, if somebody wants to. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, necessarily, not necessarily for, for any us, of the players, just, it's just more of <laughs> if... Oh, neat, sure. It, it, would, he, would he take that? Oh, neat, that's what he said. Neat? Neat, Okay, cool. You get a little underling. Now I am the master. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all? Yeah. Okay. Caliesta. Uh, the first thing would be I would head back home and I would mm. go find the jail cell that my father's sitting in. That's right. He's, He's still alive. Sitting there. Yeah. He's still sitting there. He hasn't moved since. <laughs> I'm like, he's in a cell. Like, yeah, he's he's in a slightly him. different position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, like, You've come to talk to me. I wasn't expecting that. I've done some thinking. And I've come to realize that there was a lot of magical influence over a lot of my memories. And you definitely weren't as awful as Mother was. She was a real piece of work. She was. And for everything that you've done recently, 
And for the small kindnesses you gave me as a child, I've decided I've forgiven you. And I've come to bring you home. Um, he just, just kind of looks at you with disbelief for half alone before, like, seeing. Are you, are you being sincere? Yeah. Uh, before seeing the sincerity in your eyes and just breaks, like, just breaks down. Yeah, I'd wave over one of the guards and be like, look, open the door, let him out. Uh, God. Right, lady, unlock. The, there is a condition, though. Uh, anything. You will not be head of the house. No. No, that's yours. No. You read But you are welcome to come home. Thank you. I don't deserve this. Callie is cool. You were... You were kind to me when I was a child, and Roland took that away from me. He altered a lot of my memories. But I've retrieved a lot of them, and I've realized that life wasn't as bad as it was, as I thought it was. Thank you. I appreciate it. You want to take him home? And then I will do my best to make Utrid proud to become an actual head of the household. Do you become a head of oh. household? I would try. I would do what I could. Queen, so. long live Queen Kelly. Yes, Queen. <laughs> As you yes. become the head with a number of... Okay. You become head. Head of house hemlock. Yep. And I would create a, I guess, a vacation home in Recton, where I would just spend large chunks of time, months on end, spending lots of time in temples to Ogara. Mm -hmm. Anything that I could do to help out with them and that kind of thing. They aren't necessarily, like, there are a few followers of Ogara. But as you create a, a summer home, you you begin the foundation of a temple to Olgara down in Rekten. As the main major god, the main mystic that is worshipped there is Viela, the mystic of nature. You kind of open up a new light to an additional mystic within the woods. Okay. There you go. Is there anything else that you would like to do? Uh, she probably lived for quite a while, so she she probably visit other places at points. Cross trip. She'd probably go find Nikoni at some point and let Nikoni drag her around to wherever <laughs> you wanted to take her. Road trip. <laughs> roll me, roll me a D twelve. Me? Yeah. No. Oh. There's 12 continents, right? Five? <laughs> I'm going on a girl's trip. Elemental plane of fire. No. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, about that. <laughs> no, that's, that's what a five was. <laughs> you end in the kingdom of Fury. Oh, no. Which is? Uh, they are the four continent, the four different Contents that have kind of floated together that are attached by massive, expansing bridges that are ruled over four different houses. 
Um, for those of you who remember, uh, you you both stand at the precipice of where the four horsemen of the apocalypse entered the mortal plane. As long as it's not a cliff. <laughs> it's not a cliff. Don't take your step but forward. You, you, you find you find you find the the monument to a number of heroes, of uh, a wizard uh, that is marked Clarence, uh, a dwarf, uh, ha- uh, a drow, a human, another drow, marked Dave, Catherine, Borotok. Uh, and Clarence, as well as, oh, what was his name? Fetch. Dolmos? Dolmos. Mm-hmm. As they are the heroes that helped finish sealing the four horsemen of the apocalypse that happened at the cataclysm. Sad to think what she became. It's uh, the trouble with long lives and grief, I suppose. Yeah. If you're still around, don't don't ever let me do something like this. No. We've done enough stupid. <laughs> yeah. She's getting Fair. smart. <laughs> She's becoming self-aware. Slowly. I think we've done enough selfish, too. I think so. But, um, I mean, yeah. Do you think they'll have statues like this for us? We didn't really stop the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Just one sort of weird gesture. He was a little weird. Yeah. All the mouths didn't really do it for me. I have a question. (laughs) How many years into the future is this conversation? Like, cause the way I'm imagining it right now is that it's like 400 years in the future, and they're just like, "Man, that jester guy." Both of you roll me a one d one hundred. Okay. That's a seven. We <coughs> got a seventy-one. Okay, it's about a hundred years into the future. Okay. Seventy-eight, perhaps. No, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) 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 Yeah. They might. I don't don't know. Here's the real question. Are they going to include Lang? Like, I know he was there. Yes, but did you trash two kids? No. I killed Guillermo! Guillermo's short, stubby, fat body is a corpse because of me. I mean, I know he was there, but he didn't, like, really drink with us. It's just at the end. Maybe he'd be off to the side somewhere. Him and Dadrick. Dadrick can be a little closer. He won't 
Oh, yeah, he was just with us for the whole lich thing. Pieces. Which, I was, I was weird. Yeah. I wonder what it was like to be put in the jar. <coughs> yeah. I mean, you never asked more fondly him. Of you. We should ask him. You know, we should ask you one of these days. He should write a memoir just on the jar experience. <laughs> <laughs> how yes, how it feels. Patron and book writer. <laughs> what it's like to be a jar. <laughs> Have you ever felt canned? <laughs> the memoir of jar, the jar. Jarhead, a memoir. <laughs> <laughs> the experience is quite <laughs> jarring. <laughs> This is what I've been letting you do. On the world. Alright. Very nice. Oh my god. Oh, I'm struggling. Yeah, we should definitely ask him about that one of these days. We should. In the meantime, let's go find dinner. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. We're gonna go find dinner. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> good. That's Lang. What are you doing? I am going to go back to my home. Well, in search of my home. Mm-hmm. How long do you live? Back to a while. Okay. Back to Dracania or Drachnia. Drachania. Drachnia. It's a T. Huh? It's a T. Oh. It's pronounced Drachnia. Trachnia. Trachea. Good. Yeah, make that psychic damage a D20. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Don't make dare do. Don't listen to him. 20 psychic damage. So I want to go back there in search of the orphanage and in search of old, well, Kind of like negating what actually happened. I'm gonna go in search of my old friends that were there. Kind of in my own like self kind yeah. of belief that they're still alive. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're just gonna keep traveling. Okay. And just kind of yeah. negating everything that I kind of pass until I find orphanages. It's like I'll just go from town to town and I'll okay. be curious about the orphanage. Sounds good. I feel like there's an urban legend about you somewhere. <laughs> like, like you know, there's some sort of like the pale-faced man. He shows up. He asks oh, about the orphanage. Well, uh, goes like around that. the orphanage, investigates the orphanage, and just leaves. Oh, He's well, always only there for one night. I'm actually. What's the most common race in Drow? Any, any bestial, any uncommon race like Drow. We own it. Huh? We own it. The lions. The lion folk. Okay. Well, I'm gonna appear like a Drow. Sure. And just walk around uh, Drachnia that way. Kind of. Yeah, just kind of going slightly insane in search of this place that I don't know really exists anymore. Sounds good. Okay. Torm, what are you doing? You know, Torm then spends a, a good time of his career just as an advisor to Utrin. Particularly, you know, being the eyes and ears of the, um... Tal- Talvel? He's no longer the Talvel. Oh, really? Um... You would know it to be part of the Ventith Council. Okay. 
No, uh, he's he works under Utrid, and part of his uh, responsibility is to uh, visit the the province that uh, Dufour is is over. And when he gets even older than he is now, he will spend a good amount of his time just retired at either the uh, the family home in Galvana or a little cottage in Chatham. Okay. So studying so away is on the porch. Yep. Rocking. Yep. Yelling at the neighborhood kids. No. no. <laughs> Get off my lawn! <laughs> no. Bring it back. Let's see the little cottage on the shores. Looking out over the ocean. Watching the, the fishing ships as they sail by. The occasional trade vessel. Make a perception check for me. Yes, Evander. Thirteen. Go ahead and re-roll that. Nat twenty. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Feels good. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. As you, oh, as you sit, good. kind of to the end of days, um, near the end, of, near the end of your days, you're sitting there, as you feel it kind of grasping. Uh, you're a couple days left. You want to just peaceful. You look out, you see something glimmer across the, the ocean. And you know it immediately as the shimmering of brass scales. Of something very, very large and something that has not been seen in a very, very long time. It's the crack. Do you wish, and you hear this female voice in your head, intelligent. Do you wish a burial? I think I do. Would you like me to give you one? Who are you? I know I am known as Aureliath. As this ancient brass dragon will exit onto the shore as her form will shrink down to this glittering brass and kind of tinted by the the sea greens kind of greening a little bit on her skin as she approaches. Her eyes as vast as the ocean behind her. Would you like, you are very intelligent and has caught, and have caught my eye. Would you come with me? I think so. Then come, Torm. Of course, and Torm will grab some paper pen and just write I progressed and moved on until we meet again leave it on the table and walk with this being this ancient being of power 
later in the coming weeks you would find her to be the great worm of the brass dragons as you sink into the ocean. You don't know. He's not dead. You don't know. He turns into a dragon. He doesn't know. No one knows. <laughs> Two polymorph. You're ruining my moment. <laughs> as you descend below the waves with this very intelligent being. This is where the disaster pieces leave their mark. Uhtred ends up marrying Diana as they become part of the Ventith Council. Um, along with Tran Skerritt. Underneath the council of Brennan Kyrath, Kyrath, the once former king, as they now serve Emperor, <coughs> Emperor Morlin Ventith and Empress Julian Evergard. Uh, Uhtred would have known Morlan, as Morlan was a very good friend to each of the different rulers and supported them and supported joining them together while keeping a discreet relationship with Julian Aragard. Both appearing to be elvish as they begin the Ventus Empire. Um, a number of the a uh, number of the council from Recten, as well as a number of the scholars headed by Tiffany Shalom, become um, no more members of the, the Ventith Council. Um, as they, as this begins to unfurl through the next several several years of building Tamin into this one empire full of trade and commerce throughout the entire uh, getting rid of majority of racism throughout the lands. Uh, there is even at one point in time through the next several through the next 150 years of such where there is a town that is dedicated to Warforged um, as they begin their own beings of, of living in it and, and growing. Um, uh, the disaster pieces, the group, the name of the group is known. What they did is known. But the members decide to keep unknown. The only ones that are accounted for that are known are the, ma the medicinal master and medical prodigy known as Dran that is known to have cured many a disease over his long life. As well as Uhtred Bemberg who helped bring together 
bring together uh, the three nations, the three kingdoms, uh, as his children continue to serve and his great children, his grandchildren and his great grandchildren continue to serve on the Venteth Council to this day. Um, <clears throat> Mazrum returns to what, remind me what her name is. Diantha. Diantha, thank you. Returns to <laughs> Diantha. And they return and they decide to start a new life in the land of Tricania, where they own a tavern by the name of A Hero's Rest. And that is where they spend their days within the city of Cold, the port city. Of Cold, like C O K O L D. Cold, got it. It's Utah spelling. Yeah. <laughs> cold. <laughs> I'm gonna, you all are gonna die. I'm not gonna feel bad. Um, as he begins to, to learn and dedicate more of his life to Kiela, the mystic of rebirth. Life continues, and our hero's names fade away in time and to time. But the disaster pieces will always be known. Yeah. <laughs> As one thing for sure. Yep. And that is a disaster. <laughs> but an effective one. A disaster nonetheless. <laughs> so, yeah. that is where our story ends. We are now going to go to break before we enter into the questionnaire part of this <laughs> session where the players Tommy get to ask ready. questions <laughs> about <laughs> the world and about plot and about other things. So, folks, if you wish to, to stop, the, stop your listening there, you are more than welcome. And we will see you in a number of months or weeks or whenever we finish prepping uh, as we are working on that. Or... Continue on and find out some of the mysteries that you may have asked yourself at one point in time during the campaign. So, at that note, we'll catch you guys later. And welcome back, guys, uh, to the questionnaire part of the epilogue so all right guys i'm pulling up my notes because i know i need them <laughs> we will now proceed to listen to Nikoni and preston talk for the next three hours <laughs> no i think everybody else should go no first so everybody everybody it's has questions because i i will be answering all like if, if able all questions that i that i'm currently able i have my notes here yeah Oh, so are your notes for answering questions? Yes. Okay, never mind. Sorry, that was my question. Yeah, my notes My notes here are to help answer the different questions that you guys ask. If I'm able to answer them and they don't apply to uh, the next campaign as heavily or anything like that, well, then, I, then I will answer them. 
without going into spoilers, yes, I will. An I will answer the question. So uh, we're going to we're going to take turns because everybody has okay. way too many different questions. And speaking to the main one sitting at my left, maybe Tony. Uh, yes, sir. Maybe so we can get it like you know done evenly. We should like do. Tawny, and then one other person, and then Tawny. Back to Tawny. <laughs> there's there's going to come a point where we're going to have to go from Tawny to Tawny to Tawny. Yeah, to exactly. Tawny. That's what I'm saying. So, That's what I'm so saying. let's just let's just kind of go around yeah. the table, okay. and then like if you have to pass, you pass. Like and if That's you come with something along the way, you just like raise your hands. Yeah, sounds like, good to me. Like you just like we're just go. I'm like I don't want this to be like super like oh you have to go like super like yes. cut and dry like. Feel free to ask a question. If you if you have an, if another, if somebody else asks a question that sparks another question, then go ahead and we'll ask that question after that question. But okay? for general order, we just go around. This yeah, way. for the general okay. order. But feel free, like if someone asks a question on my left and that sparks a question from like Holden or Tanner, like I want them to ask that question after the question that is it's referred to, rather than waiting forever. Does that make sense? Okay, so without further ado, first question, because she's been dying to ask me this since the beginning. What's the question? What the frick frack patty rack was up at Silent Grove? How did that all, like, shake out? Like, how did a piece of the fire plane end up on top of Silent Grove? Oh, it would be important to note that this happened before we started recording. Yes. Yes. Yes, please, please state that, <laughs> that if your question... I will that You didn't miss anything important. There was a piece of fire plane dumped into the material plane. I'm pretty sure that was recorded. No, 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 it was, was not. That was, that was like my first session. That's right. right. That's right. Tracking, 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 <laughs> tracking. I love okay. that. That's like your word. It's an tracking. Air it's an Air Force thing. Sorry. I know. No, you're good. Um, the re, like the the reason why what was happening with Silent Grove. So for those of you who weren't with us uh, because we weren't recording yet, uh, Silent Grove was the home of Winter, uh, and they were trying to contain a number of fire spirits to combat what was called the rot. Uh, the rot was a disease of some sort that was killing off the force of Rec 10. Uh, while this was happening, um, certain... Uh, there was a very... Uh, there was a, a lord within the elemental plane of fire that was summoned to try to make a deal with um, this. The person who tried to make a deal with them was the brother of Winter, uh, who the Lord, uh, one of the Lords of the Fire Plane, possessed and decided to bring part of his home there. Uh, because if it's not, if it's not living wood, like if it's not you know, green and lush, and the rot can't do anything to it. So it was just more of a, a consequence due to an action that was brought on by a force outside of the disaster pieces. Wait, wait, wait. So to be clear, like, there's this rot, mm -hmm. and then the people of that area try to make a deal. To get rid of it. To get rid of it, and then he got rid of it by burning, burning everything it. to the ground. Okay, yeah. cool. So what, what was erasing. the deal with Zern then? Like, so Zern, Zern, who was Winter's brother, yeah. who was like undead by the time we found him, we murked him. He wasn't undead. He was something bad. He bad was he was bitch. just he was just uh, possessed by a fire elemental. Oh, okay. he was scary. And like for for Lemon Zern, he was becoming a wildfire druid, but bit off more than he could chew. He tried okay. to summon a more powerful elemental than he could control. 
Cool. So there's that. Okay. Uh, other questions? Yeah. Mine's in the same area as hers. Please. What happened to that dang hag that I made a deal with for what turned out to be Olvara's heart <laughs> that I never gave her? Oh, yeah. Um, well, you see, there's going to be a one-shot about that oh, at boy. some point in the future. Um, she she wants Olgara's heart. She she so asks I, you to bring Olgara's heart to her. In my defense, she told me it was the heart of the Wandering Wood, not Olgara's heart. You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. It was more of to get you there to get the stone that was there mm -hmm. and go bring that to me and you went okay yep. and she went i'll do something for you and he went deal and then you didn't do that you dipped out <laughs> yep a uh, very very powerful hag is now in the world and very very pissed knows where you are yep <laughs> gg have fun <laughs> girls trip canceled <laughs> no, hear me out. Girls trip one shot. We all just play as just women that you guys have picked up in your shenanigans. <laughs> like just a random barkeep from like a tavern. Tony, protect me! A wandering circus like acrobat that just gets roped in by these two yahoos. Here's what I will say. Uh, after um, some experiences from the DM in the first campaign, no. I am I am down to uh, destroy some hags. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. Anyway, uh, so, so that will be that will be a one shot. I'm writing thing. that down. Future girls trip. Okay. Oh good heavens! Oh, good. We shall see. Oh good heavens! It's gonna have stars and hearts <laughs> and sparkles. Sparkles. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Hey, I'm just gonna ask any other questions at the end of each question. So we're just gonna have it okay. random at. Like, if you have a question, just raise your hand and let me know. Yeah, Dran. <laughs> Thomas. Uh, I refuse to be called by anything except for my exciting name. <laughs> <laughs> um, what does Allura want to be when she grows up? Oh! <laughs> See, these are the important questions. That's adorable. You know, I think, I think her watching you save her brother... Um... And and save and save her mother in a way, uh, inspired her to to try and take after you and learn as much as she could about becoming a doctor. Tran cries. Tran cries. Tony's shirt over there. Crying is a free action. <laughs> It's oh my gosh! What about for joy? It's wow. that amazing. Weeping for joy. A free action, or is that me a bonus action? Mm. I can send you the link to her. I think it's. No, I don't have the money for it. But weeping is oh, okay. a bonus action. Money. I can make that shirt. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's adorable. Good job, man. Uh, all yeah. the questions are like this. By so the way. that's fine. <laughs> that's a okay. So, what was your plan if Mazram had not sacrificed himself during that crazy archdevil oh, TPK possible incident? If Mazram hadn't have bitten the bullet, what was your plan to not just campaign three right there? Viara was going to force him to plane shift with her. Oh yeah, I remember you saying that actually. Yeah. 
Oh no. VR, VR, VR was just going to go, it is better for me to dip than the rest of the party. Dip this so, mortal realm? Uh, she would have yeah. done that. Well, with that, if we had murked Bianca before that ritual was completed, would we have stopped that summoning? You would have. Cool. That was pretty tough, though, because they had... I don't know. Then it, it depended on where you guys put your... So he got really... So he had to roll some pretty... He had to roll high on his arcane checks to see if he could get them. And I rolled a 19 and an 18 both times. Also, and we so rolled it just, really crappy that day. Yeah, you guys we rolled, rolled like, we really, really bad. bad. Well, first off, we ganked Thrall, <laughs> then we rolled. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You guys <laughs> nuked Thrall, like, so fast. Wasn't that also the session when... Um, Callie like really like stepped up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah she, there, she took command of her forces. Yeah, that's right. Like, he the corner and was like, "Okay, no, this is Lady Hemlock. Stop shooting at Gosh. me!" Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and we nearly, we nearly slaughtered them. You guys. Well, here's the thing. Like, Utrid, Utrid was stuff. invisible, standing next to, about to do the same thing. Yeah, we were all just like, except. I like that's one of my favorite moments. That was oh, it was moment. so good. That was so yeah. good. Such a huge de- was, like defining character of Callie as she started to grow. That was that was a great moment. Was, I'm glad you guys liked that. Yeah, that was great. So yeah, so if you, like there were there were a number of things that like led led to that. Like Thrall went down a lot quicker. Um, Zenin. Zenin. He didn't punch. Zenin. He was just a punk. Yeah. Yep. Um, he he died during the last battle. He was a part of the the forces led by Roland, and he got yeah get murked. Murked. Imagine he stepped in one of Rotan's traps. That helped. <laughs> kind of in that era yeah. when we had our little tete tete with the Beholder. Yes. Yeah. The gods let me back. Kind of easy. Not gonna lie. Like. Why was that? You said they had a reason. We yeah, we talked about this. So the reason the reason why was more of their you had not to them come to an accordance with your own fate. And as per like per the goddess of fate like, she had an interest in going and like being like, you need to accept your fate before you can pass forward. And so there was a bit of that, but also was the ridiculously good role by Callie. Yeah, saved you. That that really uh, that really changed that. So. Because there was a there was a persuasion role that was yeah insane. So yeah yeah I've got I've got a, a small screen of questions. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Do so, you have a question? No. No. All right. all right. So so a little context for our viewers in the um, early days of this campaign, long before we start recording, we we started in Volca. Um, and we were escorting a blacksmith by the name of Alice from uh, Greyport up to Tawny. Um, and you know, if, if you go to our Instagram page, you can see a early rendition of the map of the world. 
Um, if you look at Volca, you can find Tawning and Greyport on the uh, west northern coast of the country. And so we do this, and the, the four of us, of which I'm the only one at the table at that party, we're like, hey, we want new stuff. And she's like, okay, go get me this stuff, okay? In our quest to go get this stuff, we come across a baby red dragon, which, you know, was supposed to be non-existent in the world, so we did the natural thing and murked it. <laughs> um, we, we brought back its hide, and Alice was going to, um, you know, make some horse armor out of it for winter, because she was a druid. Sorry, centaur. Sorry. <laughs> Julian, please don't, please don't kill me after hearing that. Um, it's going to be fine. Uh, and so, but the thing is, there was a break-in of the blacksmith shop in which Alice was nabbed as well as the armor. So, DM, where is Alice and what were the stats of that armor? The stats of the armor was going to allow her to add, uh, was going to give her a natural armor of 15. Okay. And then she could add her dex to it. Um... So it just, but it d didn't encumber her. It didn't like give her disadvantage with anything. Like it just gave her natural armor. Okay. Did it have a limitation on how much of the dex bonus could no. you put on it? So it could go up to twenty. Exactly. Solid. So like it, like it was like depending on what how the build was, it was really good. Um, if I remember correctly, Winter's dexterity is like a plus two, so it would have been like her AC would have been like 17. a seventeen. Yeah. Um. But, like, it doesn't... She could also equip a shield and up that more and such and such, right? Um, with that, uh, Alice was captured by Alec. Yeah. Well... Because, from what I heard, that mm -hmm. at some point, like, you guys stormed a dungeon or something with... Not me. Maybe me? You were there, but when you were... Right. You're, when Tawny was there as an NPC. Yeah, and then, like, you were like, oh, we were gonna go rescue Alice, and NPC me was like, don't worry, I got this. I'll go handle it. Mm-hmm. So, how'd how that all pan out? Considering that it wasn't you, it was a doppelganger. Okay, so... Get doppelganger. Yeah, was it ever me? No. Okay. No, it was it was a doppelganger that was was just, that was acting in your place. Um, that was working for Alec. That told them that so that they would stop looking for her, as Alec has heard working for him. And that is all I'm going to say about that okay. situation. Do you have more questions? Um, yeah, another one that was so this yeah. this is a question that stemmed from even before this moment. So within like the first yeah probably like five sessions of, of this campaign yeah um, we were in Twinsboro, which if mm -hmm. again you reference the map, it's right on the border with Recton. Yes, um, and you know the DM gave us a couple couple plot points that we could go off of. One of them was a strange like metallic colossus thing along the Saphir Vulcan border. Yes. What was that? That was the dragon that Gadric <laughs> nuked. nuked. Okay. Was it weaker at the time? So what was it, it like does, was it 
you know, tailored for our stats? What it was, was it was a number of, like, you weren't going to find it. Mm -hmm. um, it was going to be a number of, you were going to find a number of labs uh, and a number of uh, prototypes yeah. for that until you, uh, just jumping around Saphir, it was a Saphirian kind of plot point. Uh, if you wanted to go down to Saphir, you're going to be looking for these labs and these different entrances that would have connected you to a lot more of the site rather than mm. the uh, watchers. Okay, got it. That's, oh. And that has, so literally like, you know, second session we ran with a, a necromancer yes in that area was that was that connected so the necromancer was the necromancer that you nuked from the future the necromancer that Nikoni and caliesta were fighting and dealing with then you did oh, that, 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 tor that torm yeah. nuked okay i was wondering so that was so then. he would so he went searching found dr alexander yeah and was like i can help you and that makes me more Powerful, like sure. I could, I could become a lich as well. Sure, right, right. The typical, like I can gain power by helping this really powerful guy. Although I'm probably gonna get murked at it. Yes, except, except, like if he would have, if he would have succeeded in getting the book, yeah, uh, then he would have been able to create his own phylactery, mm -hmm. which would have allowed him to finish becoming a lich and then returning the book to Alex and Alec and uh, Professor Demond would have entire. Would have made a roller coaster of different decisions okay. there that would have led to a lot of death. Got it, got it. And that's that's the same necromancer that was kind of there in our first Fizban encounter, right? Of sorts, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, remember, I remember that. It was it was really mm -hmm. it was kind of funny. Um, if you would have encountered him in his lair, in uh, the then you would have found a husk of a. Of a beholder. Okay. Uh, like a z z zombie-esque beholder, as he had brought one back from the dead as his servant, as his kind of bodyguard. Gotcha. That's a no-no. <laughs> that's what you're not supposed to do. Okay. That breaks the law. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's all I've got for now. Okay. I have a couple. Yeah. So, I don't know if you remember this or not. I remember a lot. There, so there was that fight. I'm trying to remember exactly where what happened with it. Okay, which fight? We <laughs> that had, fight is very right, specific. We had Uhtred still, and it was okay. where I tried to cast my Eldritch Blast as a signal to start it, I think. Mm -hmm. At the end of it, I got kidnapped by some random... Zen. Yeah. Was he kidnapping me to take me to Roland? Yes. Why did Roland want me kidnapped? Why did he want me back? Ooh. He wanted you back uh, because, like, at the end, like at the end of it, um, he didn't want you dead. There, there's a reason why he kept bringing you back after he killed you, as he wanted you to learn. He wanted you to, to continue to get stronger. Like, at the end of the day, he still saw you as his student, mm -hmm. and even though like his views had twisted a little, like twisted, he still saw like what your family was doing to you and he still wanted to protect you for that okay and so like it, it's more of like uh like somebody going no you're coming home like forcibly like somebody who cares enough that has had their views twisted in a way that like it they are no longer like a good person but they're still trying to protect 
what they remember to be good. Okay, that's what I thought. And then this was a this was back when we were doing the one on one sessions over Discord for just a bit. Yep. There was a memory mm -hmm. that I unlocked of when I ran away yes. from Roland. Yes. I was given a choice at that point when he came out when he grabbed my friend yep. Dominic and ripped yes. him to shreds. I had a choice. Mm -hmm. oh. Help Dominic or run. Yes. If I had stayed, what would have happened to lost? What would have happened is Lost would have learned more about what was what the ritual was and what like what the result was um at the end of it it would have been you you would have come to see Roland instead of as somebody who's like this tyrannical person more as a father figure of somebody who is trying to save a world that has continually knocked him down Okay. So you would have seen more of like his, like his justifications. You would have gotten more into like why he hated Capturing, why he was doing what he was doing. Like you would have learned more about his like beginnings than what you knew. And is that what scary no face thing was? Is that what the end of the ritual was? Was he something? No, that? no. He they he got he barely got out from that. So that was that was the grinning god's gift of you. You succeeded. I'm wiping everything. I'm I, I'm wiping it all away. So while Roland was not out, while Roland was out and about, the grinning god summoned that and was like, "Here you go. Have clean it like clean slate." Okay. So the ritual he was doing well, was to create the crimson slate. Yes. Okay. He wasn't trying to summon. That no. Thing. That that thing was sent to clean up a mess that the Grinning God wanted to clean up. That makes sense. The Grinning God, there's a reason why the form of him was a gesture. Gesture. He was playing everybody. That tracks. That's fair. Like, he didn't bat an eye when you guys killed Roland or or Catrin. Uh, like, yeah. like, it was a... <clears throat> Yummy, I'm eating you because I don't want them to talk to you. Pawns. Because you can cast Speak with Dead. Speak with Dead and a bunch of other spells to speak and understand mm -hmm. uh, different interactions and the Grin God was like, We're devouring no. you because we don't want you to do that. Mm -hmm. You know too much. So mm -hmm. you know my next meal. Seriously. Yep. He actually gained hit points from that too. Oh cool. That's a nice much. Dude, Odachi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm you're fine. Whenever something though. eats something else in combat, it gained hit points. That's just <laughs> general rule of thumb. Yeah, Dran. Uh, yeah, Thomas. <laughs> is it okay if I have another question? Absolutely. Yeah. Go. Okay. What is the pinnacle of Eek's work? <laughs> Ooh. Like, what is what is what? At the end of her life, what is she most proud of? At the end of her life, that what? Homunculus. Huh? That homunculus. <laughs> From the goblin the campaign? Goblin oh. They ended up killing something and she got a glowy heart 
something. Yeah, from you killed a Gorgon. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Metallic Gorgon. She collected its heart. I don't know what she did with that. Um, what what she what she what what you would know that she did is she was able to construct a number of iron defenders for the emperor, her uh, defender legion, with uh, this this heart giving. Uh, what what this do, did is it gave something uh, akin to what bulwark is. Ooh, nice. Um, as it gave kind of like a a soul to this this mm-hmm. being to this iron defender of sorts. Ooh, so they're not just robots defending; they're actual like yeah. So and beings. and that's kind of what that's kicks off. Cool. That's what actually like kind of kick, start begins the kickoff for bulwark and the rest of what our warforge to kind of come together and be like okay we're more than just hunks of metal what are we and that kind of begins the the discussions between bulwark, bulwark and rotan and eek and oh and alani. alani thank you okay so so that's kind of that's that's what Dang. that kind of peak is yes what was sahan's story Sahan. So Sahan actually works as one of the uh, Emperor's guards now. Um, Sahan was was on a journey when he ran into Nikoni while she was under the influence of the site. Or under the influence of one of the members of the site. Uh, so Nikoni was under the influence of a... Get to it. Um, a professor Cord uh, is a, is the member of the site, and he deals with enchantment magic. He is an expert in that field, and he had enchanted Nikoni to work for him. And so, when you were encountering uh, Roland, he figured that it was of your own free will and choice when it was in actuality. Yeah, she had no idea. Cord manipulating everything about it. So, while your brother was out, advent- like just adventuring, figuring out, seeing the world, he ran into Nikoni, who very almost. Uh, or he, he was out and he was doing a job. And he didn't know that it was looking that it was you until until he opened up at the very beginning of the campaign while you were in the sewers looking around, you came across a blade mm-hmm. um, and came across what it, uh, a room that was used as a holding cell of sorts uh, one of the one of the rooms that he used to be discreet amongst what he was doing. Um, while he was there, and you got a little too close to information, Cord had control. Uh, who was also controlling him? Sorry, Cord had enchanted him while he was out and about, and he commanded him to come and capture you. You were then brought to Cord, and a similar enchantment was placed on you. You two then were working together. When your life became in danger, as um. Um, 
Um, as you were, as you guys were working together, you came across a number of cursed items. Um, one of these cursed items held a vengeful spirit who tried to inhabit your body. This vengeful spirit was from a different dimension or a different plane of existence. Was it dissonance? Was it tied to dissonance? It was tied to, dis- tied to dissonance. Uh, when your brother saw this, uh, his will overcame the enchantment for a split moment and he took your place instead. And that's kind of like, and you seeing that from your brother is kind of what sparked the, the whole, and that's when you two began fighting the enchantment a lot harder because all of a sudden wasn't this, oh, we're together, so we're fine. It's something's wrong here. We're not doing something good anymore. Like what what's going on? And that's when you guys started questioning and that's what led to the eventual you being kicked away and out of the site was, uh, Roland going, she's not for this anymore, so we need to make her leave. And so Cord took you, so you were in Cord's prison. So Cord pris- imprisoned you within the tomb. Gotcha. Uh, Cor- Cor- Professor Cord was uh, a rival to Professor Dave. Nasty piece of work. Um, and so he, like, so when he, so when Dave came around asking questions, Cord was like, and we're just going to snag you too, because we want to snag you. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's kind of what this story was, was with, and then you know the rest as. Well, kind of, but how did Sahan end up, because it looked like he had some sort of a connection to Ogara. So while, uh, while he was out adventuring during the number of years that he, after he had left you initially, mm-hmm. he was wandering in the, wandering in the force of Rec Ten, and had met a, twi- a druid of stars, who kind of was talking about like the balance, and he took lessons from them and was figuring out what that was before Cord found mm-hmm. him. So. He had begun a relationship with Olgara, and then Cord was like, we're going to use you because you're useful to me. Well, we've added somebody to my kill list. <laughs> oh, Professor another, Cord? Another, he another, is another. within the prisons, as is all of the... Uh, as is Lord Tyler Pitt. Um, it's like, another girl's trip. <laughs> so, so, some, so something, something to know is like during this, during this uh, building of an empire, a lot of the like high lords and ruling ruling houses within Valka uh, and Rectan and stuff uh, and Saphir were taken out of power and kind of shifted around. Like there was a big fluctuation. Lots of, of corruption had to be eliminated. Yes, due to yeah. due, due, uh and due to his connection to uh, the site, mm. um, Sahan actually was like, okay, 
these are the head honchos, and these are the people that work under him. These and are the people to screw over because they so, suck. So he, he, so he was able to... I'm good with house arrest. So him along with, uh, oh, Vindrin, if you remember Vindrin the gunslinger, oh, as yeah. well as the um, half armadillo. Uh, yes. Armadillo chick. chick. I have her name somewhere in my That's notes. That's right, the one that she Kaya. saved. It's Kaya, yeah. Yeah. The one Kaya, that she saved. They so Vindrin and Kaya helped bring uh, the Crescent Eyes to, uh, like organization to the light, like out oh. in the open. And then uh, Sahan and a number of followers there helped bring the site into the light so that they're at this moment in time, Within the Empire, there are no like seek, super secret organizations that are working in the dark underneath. Mm -hmm. um, oh, good. Yeah. We'll see how long that lasts. Cool. Working in the dark to serve we'll the see. light. Considering we'll see. that the Emperor is was able to stay hidden and then came forth, um, and considering that all of the all of them are very very good friends with the person who run, now runs the underground. Who runs basically like, hey, if it's if it's shady, I own it. Yeah. Uh, of by the name known as Fizzband. Hmm. Um, I think we know that guy. I don't. I don't think you do. Speaking of Fizzband, we know of that guy. We've spoken. I have to a that question guy. about Fizzband. Sure. What's his favorite food? What's his favorite <laughs> food? Uh, you get, like, you get like, like lore questions from her, and then you get just like fanboy questions. From her. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a good thread. You know, I think I think he likes a good steak. Steak. Okay. Noted. It'll be at the wedding. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, I won't be at the wedding. Wedding. Just for that, I'm erasing your logo that I drew. No, <laughs> don't do that. I'm sorry. I have one for three of you and Gadrick. Ooh, so I've got a mine. question. I've got this a... is a jar. Face. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I mean, I can't. I can't. I can't. When did it stop recording? Okay, okay we're good. Ask your question. Okay. Just not have a mouth. How did Bulwark end up in the woods at the very beginning? So Bulwark's soul was attached to the child's leaven. So two leavens, child kind of ex like excited, exploring. And so when that soul was first attached, it was scared as any child would be in its situation. Yeah. So it ran. Okay. And due to, due to the nature uh, of it, um, you... Demond decided was like, I'm curious enough to see what this experience will do. So we're just gonna make you wisp away. And so you appeared within the, the force of Rectan. And that's kinda like where your soul kind of like kick started itself. Of like Where I oh. started having memories. Exactly. Of like you cause like and you wandered the forest for a number of years. You wandered about for, for about like five or six years, covered in moss and mud and such. And like we're actually known to the uh, druids and to the Rectanians as just kind of one of the nature's spirits, Bodies. nature's guardians. Huh. Um, it's actually why you were good with a bow, why you were good with the with the different equipment. Yeah, hence all such, the ranger skills. Is you like subconsciously within a bit of leaven as well as the mon's souls as they were kind of combined 
was like, we need to survive, so we're giving you skills to do that. And so you actually played a part of protector for the forests for a number of years. You got skills. So when when you were found and cleaned up by prestidigitation and other different spells and different things and the fire elemental that burned away all the muck and such, that's one of the reasons why like they were like you're interesting because you seemed familiar but they didn't know why okay because all the stuff that made you what they thought to be uh like uh, nature a, spirit. a nature a, a, a nature a protector was burned away and you were clean again hmm. okay that's actually really cool that's really cool <laughs> there that's dope there was a lot and then you know going to the other end of bulwark's story yeah kind of like if you have the details, like how did he specifically help create the Warforged? Like give them their yeah. religion stuff. So with that, um, you like just seeing and experiencing that, you experienced that you knew that like as you lived, you gained experience, you gained certain emotions. You didn't know how those emotions like affected you until like you saw and you're like and you had a number of conversations with Nikoni and with Dran, like about like Okay, I feel this. What is this? Mm-hmm. And like in, in in the game, they explain to you, oh, that's joy, that's set. Like that is this, and that's this. It comes from this experience. And so what you did is you took Warforged, because in order for something to be alive, they have to have some sort of spark. Yeah, it was just dormant, and that's kind of what you took. And you're like, okay, these things are living. Yes, they just have ether in them. But that's all technically you had in you at the beginning, too. And so you started exposing them, like, little by little to different experiences where they would, like, where emotions would kind of, like, play a slight piece. Like, showing them, like, birth of an animal or just different object lessons where, like, slowly but surely they built experiences and same as yours, they, a soul was born from those experiences. And so that's kind of, like, what became this kind of constant movement. Now, reproductions, they're still trying to figure out. Yeah, but, that, that could get a little hairy. Um, so, like, keeping their the the number of Warforged population up is what, where the struggle is now, but that is kind of what is happening of their... You're an endangered species! <laughs> of sorts. Oh, that's mm. not quite how... Is there an official that. designation in the Empire for that? Huh? No, nothing. Sorry. So I guess uh, then how do the... How do all the Warforged view Bulwark then? Is he like a they, messianic figure? Or is he just more like a friend who's... They see him, they seem kind of like... Um... They see him as like a religious, like the first. Ah. Like, like you are not called Bulwark by other Warforged. You are called the first. Oh. Okay. Because you were the first. You were the first fully war, full Warforged forged to wake okay. up. One that was entirely, completely just metal. Because when I when I say that, like a bit of Demon's soul and stuff, like it was just their ether. Yeah. Like, because that's because that's what ether is, right? Like, that is what the magic essence is. Is is a bit of yourself. That's why you are able to cast spells. That's why, like everybody, like when a cleric or a paladin or something, like you are putting your own energy into that spell or that magic, and that's kind of where that comes from. If you're gaining your power from another being, then it is their energy passing through you. And so, similar to that, like 
you were the first that sparked from just emotion. Okay. Yeah. You were cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten. Okay. Other questions? I have plenty of questions, but, you know. Please. I like your question. Okay, cool. Um, how is Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, uh... Works. No, for, for note, Steve is the guy that was, um, like, sent in as a spy during the, mm-hmm. like, siege of... The uh, conflict? Yeah, the Dufort did conflict. Did we really him out of the yep. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we okay. did. After, eventually. He, yeah. he actually works as, a, like, a, a front desk person for uh, Diana and Uhtred. Hmm. Okay, I have a follow-up question. Yeah. Does he like rafting? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yes, he, he took it up after it saved his life. <laughs> awesome. That's all I wanted to know. He went, this saved my life, I'm going to try it, and actually enjoys it. Yeah. I have a question. Sure. I don't remember the, pl- the name of the place, but Tawny will know the name of the place. How's that southern place doing? That was like a loose... Uh, um, so on a different plane. Oh, you the Yeah, how, how's that little town doing? Oh, Louisiana. I, I, yeah. I mean, especially it, the it, shop owner. How's he? The how's name he doing? is Pride, and you're referring to Old Man Marin. Yes. Um, old Man Marin's mystery meets and miscellaneous magical yes, style. That is exactly what I want to know about. How are they doing? They're currently frozen in time. Why are they frozen? What? what? You don't know that. That's stupid. You uh, I guess, finally, I guess I there's lots more of game shift like, stuff. I have a question. Yeah. So, back when Rotan was still a naive and innocent <laughs> uh, little Poor rock baby. gnome, okay. uh, trying to run from the law, uh, there was flare that was planted in his shop yep. that was found by the Inspector General yes. of... Ambercrest. Yep. Yeah. And that was always something in the back of my mind, Mitch's mind, because Callie had like 40 doses. 50 kilos of this stuff just chilling in her bag. Like a... <laughs> Not anymore. I ate some of it. That's right. Uh, now you have, <laughs> now you have <laughs> 38. <laughs> how, what was, so how did the flare get in there and what was the motive behind that? Uh, Cord wanted more control. Who? Professor Cord planted it. Cord's a jerk. He, hey, he's on your card killer. He want he want he wanted like the thing the thing with Cord is he he do, uses his influence to arrest people that he thinks he can use and then he puts them under his influence. Mm. That makes sense. Mm. So girls terrible chat. Plan. Huh? He's actually really smart. Safirians are not stupid, guys. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a majocracy, you know, if you're smart, Maybe you I survive. Should an officer of the law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, you, my God. an officer of the law. <laughs> what I law? have a question for Rotan. Sure. Oh, ask away, bro. What would Rotan have done if he found out about all of those drugs in Kelly's bag? Ooh. So, <laughs> drugs. <laughs> <laughs> He probably would have tried to con. He he would have been really suspicious, first of all, of why the heck there are so many drugs. He I don't I don't think that he would have because uh, you guys never stepped foot in my shop. Nope. In the Sparks Fly, 
So I don't think that you actually got... we did. We went in there right at the beginning. Oh, that's right. Because like we watched you get kicked out, and we're like, "Hey, do you want help packing up?" That's right. Because you guys were nice. Yeah. Um. And I also was very curious. Again, and then you tried to get us. They were. <laughs> yeah. No. He was gonna be my prototype, but that's a good business. I plan. suck. I have like an eight for charisma, so I suck at lying. <laughs> um, so he probably would have tried to find a way to get you guys under like zone of truth to ensure that you guys weren't didn't, weren't the ones to plant the drugs, and then he probably would have gone, or he probably would have tried to like pull some strings to figure out, hey, where where did these drugs come from, and maybe try and follow. There may have been a back. reason. So Professor Core was aware that Caliesa had the drugs. Of course he was. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember. He was the one selling them. He was the one that was transporting them to Vulcan. I don't, I don't even remember where they came from. Well, they were Utrin found them. Okay, so Utrin and Eek went to blow stuff up. Yep. They found That's a bunch right. of the That's right, in the, in the warehouse. Utrin like, did all the drugs and he was like, ugh, this is bad for my health. Callie, take this. <laughs> take this poison. He pawned them off on me and I'm like, why are we giving me the drugs? <laughs> and you're like, hey, drugs! <laughs> Yep. So, so Cord was selling for a very, very pretty penny to Bianca. I love it. Uh, to scatter it throughout Valka to create uh, even Dependency. bigger, uh, like an epidemic. Because so I will, I will tell you guys. Because I don't think, I don't think the unless something horrible goes wrong and you guys somehow end up with the flare that has been almost, almost if not entirely shut down by the Empire. Uh, so the thing, the thing is, um, if you guys, if you guys took 15, like total 15 things, so like this was, this was like, this was a thing where it's like, Hey, like if you take it, it gives you a benefit. But so the thing is, is that every, the, the DC, so yeah, so the DC goes up. Uh, doubles each time you take a, a dose. Each time you take a dose. The DC starts out at four. So it goes four, eight, eight 16, 16, 32. 32. Oh, shit. So Utrid took three. No, Utrid took, took three, and so his next one, like in order to overcome it, was 34. 32. 32, whatever. Um, and so at that point in time, you are required to take it once a day unless you get greater restoration cast on you. Mm. Um, which then it just uh, and you have to have it once a day consistently for as many times as many doses as you took mm-hmm. if you missed it then you take uh, d8 psychic damage equal to the number of doses that you have mm-hmm. and you have that uh, so regardless of, so if you have if you have taken like five doses and you've taken four and you do four greater restorations and then you miss a day of a greater restoration you take 5d8, <laughs> and it restarts. That's like a fireball. You, yeah, your, max health, your max health also drops by that many. <laughs> After that happens, your speed, your speed is reduced by 5 feet for the dosage that you currently have taken. It's like, you it's gain disadvantage on all attack rolls and ability checks, and you gain no effects, no effects from a short rest. Oh no. If you're on uh, dose 6, you gain a level exhaustion, and that does not reset until after two long rests. So in other words, it's kind of just don't do drugs, kids. 
Is, is yeah. Um, once you have taken ten doses, uh, this is a lethal. The time for each dose is cut in half, so instead of lasting for eight hours. Uh, instead of lasting for eight hours, it lasts for four. Um, the time of how often these need these needs are are also halved. So every so twelve hours seven. instead of every twenty-four. Um, once you take your fifteen uh, tablets, you're Just yeah. Die. No, the uh, the drug has a permanent effect on you and cannot be reset. Ah! Oh. Blinks. So it's yeah. just like nothing less than a wish spell, which ah. is non-existent in this world. There's one scroll. There's there. one scroll. We with... don't know where that is. Fizzman has a problem. Nope. Probably. Oh really? That... Fizzman has a copy of it. There are two scrolls. Fizzman that... has one of them. Bronze. Oh, just more the great other one guy that has the other one may be the guy that sells the drugs. No. Um, when uh, when you start and reach that point, you are pulsing with arcane energy. This energy is dangerous to everyone around you. You create a ring of arcane energy in a 15-foot radius around you. Everyone, including you, makes an arcane check of 20+. plus, Or takes 86 of arcane energy damage. If they succeed, they take half. It's just like force damage? Arcane energy damage. It just hits your soul and arcane. Like yeah. it, it targets be, your ethers. Yeah, it cannot be negated anyway. Your thing would not kick off. Okay, what? I have other questions. That's okay, scary. just uh, uh, let me finish this really quick. Okay, or, we're gonna negate the whole low down of the flare. Okay. Yeah, there's just a little bit more. Um, in order to remove, uh, yeah, uh, in order to remove a level of one dose, uh, you can you have to cast greater restoration, and then they have to make a con save uh, against the DC. Uh, DC, uh, whatever of whoever the spellcaster is. If you beat the DC, then your body rejects the healing. Ooh, okay, ooh. yeah. So you have to roll low. You have to roll low. You have to you roll have to low. But that's something that well, like, the, you guys wouldn't have known. It's more of make a con save, and you guys would have been like, "Okay, like add all these things," and then you would have beat the DC, and it's like, "Okay, you reject it. Like nothing happens." <laughs> oh crap! That's diabolic. I love it. That, that um, is... You cannot choose to fail this. You have to try to succeed as your body is literally trying to succeed at this. At uh, rejecting it, yeah. That's at rejecting the healing. I like so that. like, even though like, so if Nikoni was around at like, and was like, no, I don't want to give them the bonus of like the plus three for charisma, your body would automatically force you to accept it. You could not reject any bonus that anybody gives you to your saving throws because your body wants to succeed. The flare uh, like hijacks your body to make it to, mm-hmm. to try and survive. That's yep. what drugs are. Right. So oh. that's that was that's the entire lowdown on the flare. The flare was not nice. No, no. So, I figured that out real quick. This yeah. is a question for Julia. What was Angelica's heritage? Angelica's heritage um, is human. Hmm. She also wanted to know, so when she got like the, like traded the mask in for the flower crown, mm-hmm. she had a spooky voice talk to her. Who was the voice? Oh, it's very spooky. Um. Oh, it was one of the, one of the goddesses. I don't remember which goddess it was off the top of my head. Hold on half a second. Ah, it was Suresh. The goddess of hope. Saresh. Nope, that's 
Okay. Um, so there was a lake in Recton, and it had the rot that's destroyed a bunch of stuff surrounding it. Did that grow back? It did. Nice. It did indeed grow back. Actually, an L. <laughs> Why? God, I hate that. Oh no! Wait, I was thinking the rot grew back. No, the rot, the rot's oh, gone. The forest, okay. the forest grew back. Everything Woo! grew back in. Sorry, it's sorry, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Good clarification. W, not an L. Yes. <laughs> Major W for that forest. Yes. Um, Any other questions? I mean, I, what I have. What happens with my companion? If I keep him and I continue to feed him, what, what does he become? Um, he eventually becomes an archon, or an archeon. Uh, basically, uh, he okay. is uh, like a human, uh, fire elemental, but humanoid. Okay. Uh, that wears a metal breastplate that he is bound, bonded to, and he is, in essence, uh, he takes the form of your of like a cape on your back until you are until you need him, and then he just apparates with two flame blades and basically a constant bodyguard. bodyguard. Of if somebody tries to mess with you, they are going to die. They're going to be set on fire. So yeah, so like you continue to train, you you eventually from Torm you learn all of Primordial and you're able to have a conversation and create a contract with him where he becomes your personal bodyguard. And you still have other bodyguards and such, such as the captain and everything else. But he he's just with you at all times and he actually stops a number of assassination attempts. Oh, nice. oh, cool! Um, that because like what a good boy. Because as much as much as like boy. a lot of people want peace, there are individuals within um, within different factions that mm-hmm. still want power. Uh, within the fu- within the Hawks, the Vipers, uh, the False Oracle, different um, different factions throughout uh, Tricania. No. Not Tricania, with throughout um, Tamine that are like, we don't like these people, so we're gonna try to get rid of these people, and then they fight very high level adventurers who were like, stop, They're please like, go God. level four rogue, go. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not that low level. They, go like, level six rogue, go. <laughs> well, like that, that's the thing. Uh, like a rogue critting, like an assassin rogue critting at like higher level, like at the same level that you guys are on. Does uh, 96 double, so 18d6 of damage, oh, plus an adi- plus depending on like other things, can do more damage on top of that. Right. So like, they can totally 100% merc the crap out of you guys. Right. They just have to get close enough to do that. And that's yep. and that's more and that's of like where this personal bodyguard of just like. But I have a guy. No, we're not doing this today. I have a fire guy. And you are I'm sorry. on fire. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I just don't um, want to do it because we needed these for... No, we don't need any of that. Okay. So you're good. Fair yeah. Fair uh, oh, both of you go. Uh, who? Simultaneously. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Okay. What happened to Weldon after Sarendal? Yeah, I was going to ask about Sarendal. Okay. So Weldon actually... Um, seeing what happened and like finding more of a connection as... The, the connection that he made with uh, Kiela was a little bit more of a fraction of what, like, mm-hmm. the remnant of what she was. Yeah. As that became whole, you became an actual, like, you became a full paladin of 
her and of her of what she is. Okay. The that's the goddess. The the daughter of the K and stuff. And so you actually, so you actually end up, if Lang allows it, traveling with Lang and teaching. Laying a little bit about yeah, Kayla. Well, was a homie. <laughs> so, so, so that's a, if that's something well, that like so Weldon ends up like seeing kind of like the curiosity behind Lang's eyes as he's like, hey, like curiosity, I don't know what this is. Parentheses psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, they they actually travel to Tricania because that is the birthplace of of like Kayla and of the Mystics. We're so cool. Mm. Um, uh, Weldon travels with Lang to and teaches him more about Kiela and what that rebirth looks like. Oh, all right, cool. So with that, where, like, what happened with Orwin and Falling Star? <laughs> falling Star over Rising Mountain. <laughs> yep. So Falling oh, Star shit, yeah. over Rising Mountain uh, became the head of her tribe and actually made a lot of pieces uh peace with Sarandol and allowed there to be more trade for her for her tribe. And so they're they actually have a lot more friendlier connections with the people from Tamin rather than looking down and going, man, they are destroying the land and there's a lot more of communication about what the land needs and how that looks. So but Falling Star is the the tribal head of the the mountain. Parts that she is. What happened arrow. to? Hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. on. What about what about Orwin? Oh, oh yeah, Orwin. Sorry, yeah. Orwin. Um, so Orwin returned to his the the family on the farm with his frying pan, right? Of course, with his frying pan, and he makes he makes the most scrumptious the breakfast battle? with it. He was he was at the battle, and so like top notch. He 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 went to the battle. He helped uh, mainly because his friend Weldon was like. Can you come help us? Can you help? We need yeah. your and frying pan. <laughs> you have my yeah, and you have my cast yeah, iron. Yeah, I just want to hear. I just want like a, like a cut scene of like or dong dong dong. So the thing the thing is is uh, after after Orwin after Orwin left Serendol, Orwin obtained two frying pans and. And like tied, 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 the, tied them together with like this chain and was just the crap out of everybody. Nunchuck frying pans—that's the coolest one to each side. So like as these as these robotic things were coming at him, he just like smashed the crap out of them and was just like, "Nah, like you done." I dealt with floating faces. You're nothing. They give him like I had to deal with my traveling companions. You're one leg down, two leg down. He's just saying legs. Give it like PTSD. This was welded. So and guess what? So he did eventually die, but but he goes back to the farm. He goes back to the farm and ends up getting married eventually and having a family. He's already five. He's already yeah 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 yeah. yeah. He already has two kids. He gets married. He's already married. He renews his vows. What was he doing? That's what I said. And then (laughs) you said just returns to the farm, and I was like. Huh? I thought I remembered differently. No, I okay. Yeah. He, he, he goes back to his family and, no. and lives happily no. for the rest of his days. Okay. Trying to cry. Stop. Okay. Um. 
Rotan had a question first. Yes. Yes, so, yes he did. Him and uh, Bulwark both so, raised their hands first. Back in the Temple of Raktul on yeah. the island of Spookiness, <laughs> the Demon's Mouth. The Demon's Mouth, yeah, or whatever it's mouth. called. Demon's, Demon's Mouth. Demon's Mouth. So, because I didn't want to metagame, yeah. so I rolled a, a natural 20 and found that pendant of Raktul. Yes. But at the same time, he had also sent Jolt looking for something. Yeah. And you kind of hinted that there was something that else. There was something else, but because Rotan already found kind of in essence what he was looking for, he didn't like push the topic. Yeah. And it's not like Jolt can be like, hey, yo, bro, well, you found that cool thing. I also found this also cool thing. Let's go check it out. What was that thing that Jolt found? So the, the ceremonial. Um, the the symbol for Rakul is uh, the sword sword up with scales of like it's a scales yeah so on the back wall behind the the sword you could move that and find a kopesh oh, oh, oh. Uh, magic item lit. of of Rakul what is a kopesh it's, it's like a, a it's, it's, a, it's a, a Egyptian blade those <laughs> like. That's hot. <laughs> so, that so you could, you could have, you could have found uh, like a magical holy blade that because was too. You could have been in the sword game. Cool. You could have been in the sword game. So. Oh, oh a cat. Hi. Behold. I will annoy her. They call What was that? Sound. Probably Ellie. Okay. Um, That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, fair? Yeah. Do we have? Oh. Do we have? Can I? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Okay, go. The three kids. How are they doing? Three kids that you the that got bodied by the party. They got bo- bodied by the party. <laughs> so they actually so were a, they were re uh, they reunited with their with their mother. Okay. Um, and so. then they were trained to be uh, part of the Sons of Challen. Nice. Um, and were eventually. Allowed to be part of the royal guard of Diana and of Uhtred. Oh, cool! And so they they serve as both. They they serve in the shadows, so they are the the secret guard. Mm, like they sense. they follow, but because they are changelings, they can just alter themselves to be random people in the crowd. And so, if anybody like throw shows a threatening like threatening presence to them at all. They can go, hey, we're in a crowd of random people. You're going to disappear now. How about uh, you? So okay. they are they are very like So what you're saying is that Udrid oh. has one guard and gets very twitchy every time that Cody comes in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so that was the follow-up follow question. Um, and there were four does, of them, by the way. What, there okay. were four kids. Oh, there were kills out of them, that's why. Um, <laughs> no, one of them got away. <laughs> okay, so what like this is the follow-up question. Does the one that got Squashed by Nikoni. Yeah. Do they have an aversion to plate armor? Like, no. Do they hate plate armor? They don't hate plate armor. They are more of pissed off at a party member that that Uhtred happily invited to the wedding and they <laughs> wear Ah, okay. That they, makes sense. It, it's, it's more of like if Nikoni was sitting like front row because that they were sitting on the opposite side of the of the rows and the row behind, just like eyeing them. Like if you try anything, I will kill you. <laughs> I dare you. Did, did the one that I Eldritch Blast? Did he keep the feather for my? Tail? Why did you guys? He did. Hit? They shot me. <laughs> <laughs> you 
First they shot Uhtred and he had like three levels of exhaustion and I could stand for that. He didn't get shot, he caught the bolt and they went, oh no. And so I tackled him. Three arrows. Coney got hit by one, I got hit by one, he caught one, so Coney took off. I Eldridge blasted, mine came from, and then we were screaming and Dran just went, Because I didn't realize it was a kid, so I was like, I'm gonna tackle the kid. Roll a natural 20. Squash the kid like a bug. Snapped his spine. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was When you have a person in half plate armor tackle like a 12 year old. A 12 year old shouldn't have been so, messing around. Just to. Just they to, were faster. <laughs> just to seal up you. Just to seal up my question. Yes. I put down the answer for that. For the, like, how they're doing is they're now spec ops for Utrecht. Yes. Okay. That's cool. Uh, one, one wears a hat, like kind of a. Kind of like a, not a bowler hat, but like a like a Robin Hood esque hat. Uh, no, more formal. <laughs> uh, with a blue, a with a blue, fe- blue and white feather. Oh, it's like an off, off the top. A feather in his hat. Um, he also, he also. Uh, at some point in time, you guys would probably catch him cast Eldritch Blast as well. That like kind of looks all Milky Star. Nice. You guys, like, as much as I hate to admit it, like, they saw how strong you guys were and were like, we're gonna we copy it. strong. But we hate that we gotta copy. One of their tactics is legit. Kelly legit, now has a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I weigh so much, but here you go. <laughs> they, have the, they have the grappler. What they do you mean? They have the charge. Him and he, they're in full metal armor, just. The guy where it's like, what are you gonna do, big guy? Sit on me. Big guy. No, like the 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 one that got tackled by Nikoni and Nikoni now have like the biggest like most tight hugs ever because they're like trying to crush each other. (laughs) He actually can compete with you. Yeah. Like strength wise, even even with your even with your. No, that means that I'm not trying to kill any more children. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no I've stop. progressed beyond that point. Okay, yes. moving forward. Yeah, sorry. That's no, you're good. I have other questions. We know you do. So, why are you rolling Captain Hate? Oh, Before? I, I'm, I'm working my way around, okay? I call, th- I call three. <laughs> one, two, three, okay. Hey, this is, a, this is about another one shot. <laughs> How's Shadow, the little cat person, doing? Her character. Shadow? In Riv. River. River. River? Rivendell? No. No. The dryad there... one. Yeah, the dryad one. Yeah, I know. I'm asking. Shadow where was that? It was in Trichania. Tr- I know. It, I'm looking. Hold on. Give me a sec. They're taking the hobbits. Eyes and gods. Eyes and gods. Stop. It was Ravendell. 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 How is Shadow Nonami? So it was. It was. It was in the outskirts of the city of Ravendell. Okay. Right. Uh, Because there are no uh, villages within the uh, land of Tricania. Um, But you'll have to wait till campaign three to, to see. Um, I don't want to meet Nonami. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nonami's dead. What? It's, that, it's like, a long. It's it's, it's like it's been 150 years, years, dude. Stupid Nonami. <laughs> no, it's been a lot longer than that. But what it's am, a cat. Right? No, so that happened. That happened way before the cataclysm. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That happened like way before the cataclysm. Oh. What they end up doing then before they? Um. They were, they just 
traveled and they continued to settle within that small town. They figured out that mystery and they just continued on. We saved the town. Huzzah. I'm so Huzzah. sad that I was Huzzah. sick for that. <laughs> okay. Who's next? Yeah. Tawny. Okay. And then so, why did Roland and Capture hate each other? Okay, so Roland, when he was a young Drow, met Katrin. uh, When Katrin was still a little bit more full of hope and trying to do things for the better, and he was like, I I agree with this. Um, And he followed her as, like, they went into more of the darkness as she fell in, as she watched her husband and kid die. Um... While this was happening, when they become more, when they became the Crescent Eye, more of in the shadows, uh, Roland found uh, and got married and had a couple kids of his own. Katrin had made a rule against family relations within within the Crescent Eye, due to the attachment that it causes, and because attachment can lead to. The dark side of the force. <laughs> of sorts, yes. Messy situations where loyalty is questioned. Exactly. Yes. And so Roland hit it very, very well until one until at one point in time, Katrin found out because Katrin had a lot of resources and a lot of ways of getting information. Oh, oh dear. So Katrin had his family killed in front of him. Oh, oh. Which causes problems with loyalty. Yeah, I would have shamed her like in my dying move too. Like and so and so, at the at the level that he was at that moment in time, he could not beat her in combat. He tried, and he failed. And so, an unseen force offered him a little bit of power, in which he, when he gripped his hand and caused blood to to spew, it ignited into fire. Hence, beginning the uh, blood hunter. Blood hunter. And so he escaped where he was being held and created the Coiled Serpents in exact opposite of Katrin. Whether, where Tamin saw Katrin as kind of this hero of helping found Roland saw her for what she was. Mm. And so he was like, listen, we both have a similar goal of bringing back this grinning god because he's promised to rebuild the world in peace. Again, he was a jester. He was playing everyone. Everyone was being played by him. Catherine was promised her family back. Roland was promised peace. He played everyone for the fool. And so, what do jesters do? Make jokes, make people laugh. Pop people's ego and keep people... A funny idea, jester. And so... (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. And so, and so Roland... Uh, created the coiling serpents and then eventually created the site to expose what the uh, crescent eye was doing. If you guys uh, remember throughout the campaign, anytime that the coiled serpents, anytime that the site was brought up, the crescent eye was also brought up. There was always some sort of interconnection between them because anytime the crescent, anytime like the site was brought up, they would always bring to light some part of the coil of the crescent eye. Because that was the idea. Tell the difference between the two. Yeah, like the the site was made to bring out and to expose the crescent eye. Hmm. And so when uh, and that's and so during this time, when he brought in Callie, 
it was recently after he lost a daughter of his own, about your the same age that you entered in, mm. which is why he never really wanted to kill you, cause he couldn't. Yeah, I know that. Oh dear. So like, so like, whenever he challenged you to beat him, it was because he knew that like he knew what he was doing wasn't necessarily good, which is why he was like, beat me like. Show me what you learned. Show me what better way. Because in, in his eye, it was, it was a determining factor of who was right, which way was right. Mm -hmm. Going about it and trying to talk to people and not take things by force, or whether he did do the right thing. And right. so in that, in that final moment, he was fine because he was willing to make whatever deal he needed to to get his revenge at that point in time. And so when Katrin approached him, it was like, we need to work together because Catherine was so desperate to achieve her goal that she was willing to turn a blind eye to, to ignore the danger that came from her ally. Because she thought that they had enough of a similar aligned goals that it didn't matter. When in reality, Roland, all, all he all really Roland really wanted was security and peace and Catherine dead. And then the piece. line that he gave to Nikoni of I've never told a lie, ask Callie's. That was true, wasn't it? He's mm -hmm. never lied to He's you. He's never lied to you. Yeah. He, tw he twisted some things. But it was never. But it, it was, was never. Like, it was what you do. Yeah. It was and there was a reason. When, when you gave the, like, Callie never lied, it was like, you need to get this, like, you need to get that attribute from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Roland is where you would have gotten it from because he treated you like his own daughter. That makes sense. You know, Daddy I'm glad I gave him a nice burial. Mm -hmm. Like, like my favorite coin. Like when 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 Roland like, so Roland's sword uh, had the soul of his of his wife in it. Yep, called oh. it, called it, called it. And so that sword, he he didn't draw it for a reason. It was sent to, and like it, it was just more of like he could talk to her, he could talk through things with her, he could wish, because like as long as he had the sword, he had her soul, which means he could bring her back. And so, and so when he died, he was like, okay, like, I, like, I release you. And instead of being released, she was like, actually, you need to go back. You need to, you need, you need to make amends. And then Uhtred killed him. And then Uhtred had to slug out with him. And so, and so, like, it, it was very much like, he had, a, he, like, he had an AC of 38. Like, you could not hit him without without a crit like like that is how he was built that's how he built himself to where like he couldn't be hit and then he uses reaction on something that you guys did because so, you tried to do something to him and he made you redo it and that way and that that one choice changed everything because it allowed his it made his ac stay at where you guys could hit him yep even barely but yeah. nevertheless barely is all we needed that's all and that's, and that's what happened and so that, so that being the case, um, so yeah, so that was the story with Roland, is Roland was this person that sought power to, that, that was trying with his like best intentions to do good, just got a little lost along the way. A tragic hero, maybe? I think, like, in, in, my, in my opinion, those make, those make the best villains, is, are those who like, who you can like look at and go, they were trying to do what we were trying to do. They just went about it a different way. Yeah, the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But 
Yeah, so that, that that's Roland like like that was Roland's big story, and you would have learned a lot more of that if you would have stayed. I feel like it, after I feel like after Callie's like whole lifespan, Elgarda would have been like, look, this is what actually happened, yeah. and given her a chance to talk to him afterwards, and been like, here. Mm-hmm. Elgarda's like, here, I set up an appointment for you with the <laughs> goddess Basically. of knowledge, and so it would have been more of like a hey. Your mentor would like to speak with you. Yeah. Would you want to? Because he would have wanted to rebalance the relationship between exactly. them of what it was supposed to be. So yep. I could see That's when fair. she passed. Like, because so 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 the thing is is the order of the unseen is this unseen force that is balance. And the thing is is that's what it was. Callie was the opposite side of the coin of Roland. In every way. And that's how it was meant that to be. That makes sense. Good job, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Way to go, kid. So, okay, now I'm gonna. What other questions do you have? <laughs> right, no, you Look, have a list. Shitani. I thought that. I was have next. a question that I only know oh, about. Oh, you. Have, that's right. You were next. Yeah. Sorry. Take the air. Sorry. Right. I'm sorry. So, this is my last question. No, you're good. So, while Mazram was under the servitude of, was it Vitex? Vitex. Vitex. Vitex, the daughter, the daughter of Decay. Yeah. What kind of changes did he undergo, and how, like, what was his operation like in the shadows? What he was in charge of doing was making sure that different beings that were that had the planar travel, had the ability to planar travel never made it to the step of figuring out which plane the vestiges were hitting in. He was quite literally an assassin for the gods. Oh, that's kind of lit. That's cool. That kind of trash. Like the daughter, the daughter of decay went kill them because the daughter of decay doesn't abide by the regular rules that the deities did. No, she's she already broke the rules. She will also, she's a mystic, so she doesn't really abide Mm -hmm. by the, she just went like this. And how, so, how did his servitude affect him, like power-wise or appearance-wise, or? Um, he became wholly vampiric. That's cool. Um. So that's and that's and that's what the, what yeah. he he became a very very powerful being. Um, he had uh, the vestige of Kiela or the, Vetex, the, the seed of decay, uh, which is why it wasn't there in that the five sense. shot. What is it now that she's returned to Kiela, the seed of decay? Is it now the seed? The of seed of decay is 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 you don't know. It was not returned to you. It was not returned to yeah. She to got a stick out of it. She took it. And she kept it. Yeah, she has the seed of decay now, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know what it becomes. Oh. Considering that next campaign <laughs> deals with a lot of <laughs> planar stuff, I'm not going to say anything about too much about Dragon. different uh-huh. uh, vestiges okay. because you guys may find yourselves because I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna say that it will happen I'm not gonna say it won't happen because Gatekeep. we, we all become them. paladins no half paladins half clerics right right yeah you all have to you all have to a pick different gods and b get convince them to become their champions that's fair that's fair I'm pretty persuasive I'm pretty sure the gods are gonna completely I want to eat the rock champion I was just a normal paladin that's true I would like to be an earth genius and eat every rock in hopes of finding okay just eat rocks okay um 
I have one last question. Yeah. The rest are kind of garbage. No, you're good. That's cool. Um, will there be a public public works project put in place by Utrid that um, build redesigns the transportation system from the top to the bottom of the cliff? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Will it be yes. a Sephirian elevator? Um, the cliff? What about um, escalator? That will, that will depend on how much Sephir is willing to share their technology. Um, I imagine that despite the it's three... It's less yeah. that and more of it is a cliff within the Rectenian border. Ah, that's and so the issue, actually. It's not the it's not like it's not the fact that like Rectan and Sephir and them like aren't willing to like compromise. It's more of like this is ground that has been sanctioned by the mystics. Uh, and so, so it's going to be like it's definitely like stairs and like there's definitely like a different okay, better maintained. Okay. They're that's, definitely that's all like, I needed, like it's not it's not like shafts. It's like, like a like, stone cut like yes. stairs down the You won't yes. need yes. death ward to get down there. No. Okay, to get you're to talking about the fact that like we get into town and Tran immediately shames us for breaking that and I'm like, oh wait, literally all I did was walk out. Like, <laughs> a, a strong gust of wind could have broke that. <laughs> Okay. Well, it's 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 it's, it's more it's more of like they're like uh, Rectanians are gonna be pissed. Um, <laughs> okay, so stone stairs. Yeah. Okay, so that's no. that's my last question. The rest okay. are garbage. Well, not completely. I have a question but, yeah. that I only know because campaign three stuff. So I'm gonna send it to you. You can just give me a name. I think you should. The what? You said we met one. Oh! Yeah, you don't know that, though. You don't get to know that. Oh, you, said, you wah, explicitly wah, wah, wah. said that I could ask at the end of the campaign. Well, then ask it. That's fine. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. No, like, ask it out loud. I, I don't care. Okay. Um, so, apparently, dragons have this thing where they turn into human form and go on quests. Excuse me. And Preston said we met one. You did? Uh, did we meet? Uh, Who was it? Um, there was a barkeep at the first tipsy tugboat within the land, within, uh, Twinsboro, that allowed you to dance up on top of his <laughs> Stop! <laughs> that was like, I'll let this happen, sure. What a chill bro. <laughs> yeah. What a chill dragon. He was chilling. Well, I mean, like, it, it, like, dragon's hordes can be anything. Including laughter, people, and like alcohol, oh. and the th and so like so the thing the thing for them is, is like <laughs> something something that like might come up or that would have come up later is like Twinsboro has a fair often a lot like has more festivals than any other town in the entire. Yeah, that's continent. where we got the fireworks, bro. Uh huh. Fireworks Ooh. technically like don't really exist except for. In Twinsboro. Twinsboro would be wild. Twin Twinsboro. So yeah. So That's so the questing cool. dragon kind of goes. Yeah, this is my horn. This is this is my town. This is my festivities. Like the Colorado, mm -hmm. that <laughs> it's like that streamer, the little dragon that gets excited when he learns a dragon is supposed to have horns, and he makes a horde of frogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. My other really important question. I do have more, but I feel like I'm done for the night. Um, I have many less important questions. <laughs> what happened to Heath and Cal? Heath went. Uh, Since we're now at Heath questions. is 
Oh, Heath was. Heath was the wizard. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Heath, Heath was the wizard. So Heath, um, Heath traveled to Tricania. Um, as he. That was the first PC I threatened at knife point. Ah, as he was uh, a lichen, he learned that there were more lichens within Tricania, and so he went to go find out more about himself. Um, so that's where he, he is. Join the bros. Cal is, um, and I will have a, a name for this city, as there is a city based off of. Uh, Within there. Um, I think you should name it Caltrop. Sorry. I was just thinking to be named later. <laughs> Sorry. They they, 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 are with, they are within the the city of Sorit. He resides within the city of Soridium, which is the. That's cool. Cal. Uh, no, this is so Heath. Heath is dwells within the city of Soridium. And that is a city that you all will eventually will will know to be the city of vampires and dire folk, or not dire mm. folk of um, were people. Ah. It is a divided city of the night. Of there is a lot of vampires. And there are a lot of werefolk of all werebeasts of all sorts. Where did you say Let's go, it'll be fun. It's in Tricania. Okay. Was that the reason I ask is because you wanted to combine my world with yours. That's and there's a world that's very similar to see that's similar to that in my world. Was that one of the spots? There that are a lot the there are a lot of immigrants from say. your area that that helped form this this city. Okay. Um, or, sorry, other way around. People from this city found the continent where your world kind of interlocked itself and created, and that's kind of how I combined the two worlds. That would be interesting. I'm okay. interested to see how that works. So, yeah. Uh, we, we, can, we can figure that out. But yeah, so that so the city of Soridium is, is that. Okay, and Cal? Cal rejoined the guard of... The Vulcan, uh, Vulcan Guard, uh, then and fought within the war of at the the place of meeting, and then became part of the Vinrith Vinrith Guard. Cool. Hmm. So, yeah. Any other questions? You have a couple. Yes. Is there a fortunate last three? Because I kind of assumed that fortunate last two. So the got fortunate last two on. did not. Get, so the fortunate last two did not get dunked on. <gasps> it's still alive. No. So <laughs> no. Yeah, no. 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 Yeah. So yes, it's still, it's still no. alive. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I was answering a question in my own head because I yeah. A baby. Uh, fortunate last two is still alive as it came up and they were like, hey, we took all this gold. From the adventures that just got off our ship, um, <laughs> if Torm ever looked in his for his bag of holding that had all of the coins, they had oh, taken that. Oh, oh, oh. They had taken that while you all were drinking. <laughs> that and went right. here, and the dragon went, "Okay, 
So well, at least we got the magic items out first, so. And it's okay. We Dude. hold high positions in society, so I mean, like, what so do we really need to go stolen from? Literally, I'm homeless. <laughs> well, you're well, homeless so, by so choice. The, so the thing, the, there, the, there was a reason. They knew. They knew that the last time they had adventures on their ship, <laughs> bad things bad. happened. Bad things happened. And so he was like, "Hey, we're gonna get them drunk on deep wine and deep uh, ale." That's why they were so smiley. <laughs> and we're going to rob them blind. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. That and so, I never got drunk, but he also had never had anything to steal. So, mm -hmm. most of us literally <laughs> tore had like ninety-eight percent of the party's well. Yep. yep. Yeah. Also, if you steal from me, my bag eats you. Yeah, so. this is I'm true. <laughs> I had. At some point, at some point yeah, in time, was there, was there a pirate that actually did while she was asleep? <laughs> there is a pirate that tried and maybe went and ate him and just like chilled. Wait, so he's still in there? Yeah. He's dead because bags no of holding air. don't just have a, air. There's just there's a, a body in there. Bag. There's, there's a body you just floating through the void. There's two ways to get something out of a bag of holding. You either go in there and you think about what you want and pull it or out. You turn it inside or you out. Turn it inside and out. And why would she turn it inside out? No, I've been like 30 years from now. Callie's like, I really should clean out this bag and turns it inside out. And he's like, there's a body. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's like four bodies. <laughs> It's been so long, you know? <laughs> well, like, yeah, and there's probably multiple, like... Oh, see, the thing is, is when you're... A lot of bodies. When your cape... Oh, when your cape goes, okay, they're not after her life, they're after the bag. <laughs> this would be funny. <laughs> so the cape just, like, your... Your, uh... Flame person just watches this person go for the bag and just get numbed. <laughs> and because your passive perception is... Bad. <laughs> you just are like continue on with like walking through the street, not even aware that this random person, that this random dude, just got eaten. I, I just so imagine. Wait. I just imagine that like the 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 bag of holding and the flame dude are best buds. Yeah. Same, same. <laughs> uh, I also want to point out that like a bag of holding can hold two, like only two dead bodies in it. So like oh, when okay. it like it will eat one and they just pop out one like while she's walking and then like so like at random points in time like while you're in Ambercrest or like while you're traveling around like you'll stay there a day and then all of a sudden like it's running through the town there's like there's a dead dude on the street we gotta find the murderer um, it just like holds up the bag yeah. Chaos, even when I don't need to. There's but, like, really the thing is, is there's wanted posters. You have to do at some point because people are like, I think it's her, but she's got like political immunity, blah blah blah. It's like this whole well, thing. Well, like the thing is, is like they're all wanted. Like the people that show up dead are wanted criminals. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, they, don't, they don't like they're, people are like they're dead, but they're like, wanted. So why we don't know what to do with this. Yeah, why would we look for the murderer? So yeah, so that, that's kind of what's going on. There. So yeah, so they stole the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of like gold Fair. pieces that you all had and went dragon here and they dump, like dumped it and the dragon just ate it and went. This is acceptable. This is fair. Goodbye. Mm, this is fine. Yeah, that's a, that's reasonable. I don't I don't fault the crew at all actually. Yep. The disaster pieces never see this crew at port again. <laughs> this crew also, was, nope, I guess we, I don't even think we noticed that we got nope. blasted wrong. No one anyway. went for another coin like that entire time. We were time. so used to being poor that when we became rich, we 
we didn't know. We were still poor. <laughs> we still acted like so we were great. poor. It was so great. That's how you stay rich. By though. the time it mattered, all again, we had like political connections, and you had your um, clinic, and you know. Well, we were, I already had the clinic. Some of us were professional well, water. We just have fun stuff that we wanted out of it. That's true. You already had the clinic. Just yeah, we have like well. three noble houses, some professional wanderers. We have like a of pretty religious legendary figure now. religious yeah. figure. The, the first, <laughs> two of them. the first one, yeah. yeah, yeah, first one, and then the not champion, but the one of the sect leaders, uh, the high sect leaders, yeah, one of the uh, high clerics of Dahlia. And you just have your professional wanderer friend. I mean, like, Dread is like the high cleric is like literally some of the funniest things to think about. Like, the interactions. Everyone else is like, all the other high clerics are like performing like the ceremonial rites. And he's like, Dread's like, See, the thing is, is Dread was named like at this big ceremony, like he is one of the high clerics, and then he didn't show up. Because the thing is, because the thing is, is they don't know, they don't know where he is. Because all of a sudden, Dran just disappeared. Because he's back at the, back at his own temple with his now wife and kids, chilling. Oh, I guess that's another question. Does does Drank is like he has stepkids, but does he get other kids? Would he want other kids? Mm, that's a good question. That's not. That, I'm Dren, not deciding Dren, that. Dread, do you want kids? Natural twenty. Oh, it's right in the middle. Ten, he wants ten kids. <laughs> hang, on, hang on. He wants. He rolled a ten. He wants ten kids. Dig it. He wants ten more kids. <laughs> yeah. Um. I rolled a ten twice, so I guess it's ten kids. <laughs> no, you don't have ten kids. Which you have no, I'm kids. He's not over. having ten kids. No. I feel like Dread would have canon. Kids, that was. That was to. Just, Okay, okay. He wants 18 kids. No! <laughs> he does have kids. How many? 18. I'm not counting. We're not well, doing that. Wow, there's so many you're not counting! No, no, we're not doing that. And I, and I have it, and I, and I feel like Dren would also like start up an orphanage just for like any, like, yeah. any Sorry, of the... 18 kids. Hey! Boy! Hey! Boy! For any, like, kids that like don't have families after... Because there was a lot of destruction from the, uh, out, like, outside of the place of meeting. So like I feel like Dren would also be like, hey, like here's this orphanage to Dren help actually, start. Dren actually didn't have any kids. He just adopted a ton of kids. Oh, no, I feel I feel like weird. you have like one or two like actual kids. But. Okay, that's. Cool. I have it on good authority that Angelica at some point in her life would also like to uh, start an orphanage. Let's go! I love these people. Sure. Like yeah. so, some like one that else does experiment on children. Yeah. yeah. Um, Obviously, <laughs> I simply picking up like those oh, of you know unusual <laughs> lineages. <laughs> so she'll yeah. probably help you. You could be like no, a team effort. Yeah. Okay. And um, between Dran and Jonah. Orphanage, aka D&D. <laughs> wow, that sounds fun. Wow. Uh, over over the course of time, racism has fallen drastically throughout the throughout the land due yeah, to the fact that a majority of of the party was not human. <laughs> not so much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm not. I'm human. Oh, 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 gotcha. <laughs> but re- re- regardless. Putting on a shirt for you. Okay. Um, so, with that, so with that, so, yeah. Okay. So you're able to That's do that. Good. Totally good. Any other questions from anybody? How does the rest of the world view the Warforged? They love them. I love them. 
I feel like you're an automatic cop. Your, <laughs> your, um, slowly but surely, um, you learn that Warforged haven't been seen as the best as Zorir used them as a material military force. Um, mm. Yeah. By extreme means. <laughs> oh. In the, in the in the sense of like they didn't give them ether to create them, they did other things, and that's something that you're not 100 percent sure. But because of the nature that Bulwark is, uh, and being considered the one or the first one, uh, you're able to start making connections with different different continents that begin this this thing again. Like there are small groups and small factions throughout the world throughout the world um, as that's. That's the biggest issue, is trying to figure out how to create more. How to propagate, yeah. Without. Propagate? What are you, a plant? <laughs> I'm an engineer. You cut off one part of, of uh, Bulwark and it grows another. Is he a starfish? <laughs> Machine um, No, he's plants. a potato. <laughs> but, so, so, like, that, like... Like that's the that's the part. Like when we hit campaign, when we hit the next campaign, that's going to be the big. Like that's where the Warforged are. Oh. Is they are scattered throughout the world, and they're there. They're trying to figure out their place in the world, their place, and how to become more rather than. And there there are some that believe that like creating factories, like creating, like creating them by hand is how they'll get more and others believe that there are other ways like it's it's a it's a toss-up and turn-up that Bulwark deals with the political side of it he, almost he, all the time he becomes the de facto leader of the warfare represents yes yeah. you become a war you become a re- and that being said you actually live long enough to where you might be in can- you might be Ooh. within the next campaign you might be a, a political leader that is interacted with Oh, as Bulwark gains a lot of wisdom and a lot of knowledge based off of, you know, having to try and lead a race to survival and to peace throughout nations that have seen, who have seen Warforged as a military force now trying to be like, we're here. Warforged civil rights movement. Of sorts, <laughs> of sorts. That's kind of I what's happening. That's that's kind of what's happening um, throughout throughout the world, throughout the Venti Isles, throughout Tracania, throughout different, uh, throughout Carnage, uh, throughout the Land of Fury. Cool. Um, and throughout the other constants throughout the world. Cool. Sounds good. So that's that. Yeah. You have a question? No. Okay. Are there any other questions? I have a dumb question. Please. Do you wear wigs? <laughs> no. No, I don't. Have you worn wigs? Have you worn wigs? No. You are a beautiful man. A beautiful man. Will you, will you wear, wear wigs? wigs? No. When will you wear wigs? I had, sorry. <laughs> In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Oh, no! Mitch! Oh, no. Really? I'd like to close with a prayer. No, no. stop. stop. <laughs> Alright. Oh, um, Where's that from? I've heard that before. The Wigs. 
It's an oh. interview with Elijah Wood. That's right, with Frodo. <laughs> when will you? <laughs> right. Um, okay. But yes. So, if there are no other questions, um, and to be honest, DM, you don't need to wear a wig. I know. Your hair is glorious. Very glorious. <laughs> No, it's beautiful and it's great. Sure. All right. Anyway, oh. so on that, on that, on that note, if there is nothing else, I again thank you so much uh, for joining us on this roller coaster of events and throughout all of the chaos that appeared with the disaster pieces. Um, I thank you. I. I think you guys thank them for joining us on this ride. Thank you guys as players. You guys have done it. Um, I'm so grateful that you guys are, are playing and I can't wait to see what comes next. Uh, thank you all. I hope you guys enjoyed this cra crazy ride. I hope that you guys will catch us um, in the future with the next season on the podcast um, as well as on our hope to be YouTube page as well that we will be getting up. Uh, catch us on the Instagram for the weekly follow-ups and weekly updates um, at the tip, Tipsy Tugboat, yeah? Yep. Tell us from the Tipsy Tugboat. That's what... Uh, so, thank you. Come again. And let's see what happens next. Have a great night, guys.